genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, a once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics today. I'm your host, Adam Sheehan, and I'm here today with your panel of co-hosts, Sean Petit. What's going on? Casey Crawford. Hello, hello. And RJ Mike. Hey, as a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we may ruin it for you. I'll also give you the common courtesy of some timestamps in the episode descriptions. Our top stories today are Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, number eight, and by Matt Fraction and Steve Lieber, and New Mutants, number seven, by Jonathan Hickman and Rod Reese. Cool. Yeah. It's going to be a zany one, guys. Yeah, yeah it's this gonna, is yeah, going to be weird. Stay, stay tuned for the end, because those books were nuts for very different reasons too. yeah <laughs> and 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 some depressing ones in the middle there so we're yeah. gonna be all over the yeah place. i got some sad boy stuff for you <laughs> guys yeah, this i week. think we all have a little bit of that going on yeah, this week yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy so how was so, y'all's week it was a week that mm-hmm. happened mm-hmm. to me it's a great week for comics, though. It yes, was. Seven days have passed. Seven days have passed. Uh, I, I feel like you just got attacked for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Time is an illusion because I tried so hard to read all of my books and I just. I couldn't. I it's time is completely objective. I time, I don't know. Time is a Jeremy Bearman. <laughs> time is a Jeremy Bearman. <laughs> Welcome to my weeks. <laughs> I don't. That's understand. that's every week for me. It's I'm like, like if I'm I don't read them, you know, since I, I work at a shop, I can take the books home and and read them on Tuesday night so that I can be informed. I can be a good employee on Wednesday. That's dumb. I didn't do that. I tried to. I just it just failed. I read one book out of the twenty. And then I just, I, I took for, I took until this morning for me to actually finish. <laughs> and I just, I feel like I've been playing catch up. It's hard. I was reading books when you guys knocked on my door. <laughs> nice. So. Well, good thing we're going to recap so you can tell I'm going to be reading while everyone is talking. Just, <laughs> yeah, I just finished the book I'm about to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got some really cool social media stuff going on this week. Um want to shout out uh, one of our, our new listeners, uh, Anthony Reese. Uh, we had a, a good little banter on, uh, on Twitter, uh, at, at Upset Victorians on Twitter. Signal uh, boost. <laughs> no, but he was super, he was super cool. He, um, he posted a picture of his pull list on our tweet about our pull list. And I think it'd be super cool if everyone did that. Yeah. Or, yeah. So like. Yeah. Show us what you're reading. Yeah. I like, like, I always say like, what's your thing looking like? And everyone just, I just talking to the void. Yeah. No one ever answers. <laughs> that, so it's really guy, cool. The guy who keeps sharing my pull list. Stop it. Don't. <laughs> I know you're in my evil, evil doppelganger. I let you out. <laughs> Stop yeah, it. Uh, show us your stacks. Yeah. No. Like on Twitter, you can just put it in the thread. On Instagram, if you put it in your stories, I can I can share it. And then if you uh, we're on Facebook, you can just put it in the comments. Like yeah, just like throw up the picture of your. We want to see your skinny and fat stacks. Regardless, (laughs) we want to see them all. No, no pull list is too big or small. No stack shaming is going on here. (laughs) I mean, we want to see all of them. Just look at our pull list each week. I always have the smallest one. And RJ always it, has the biggest. It always, it always like it's like it always goes down in size. <laughs> as, as, it's like RJ, Casey, me, and then Adam. Yep. Every time yeah. losing yeah. Wi-Fi signal. Yeah. yeah, it's like Sean, Casey, RJ, Adam had bills this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. 
So there's like a couple weeks ago, uh, Brian, my coworker at the shop, he's like, I almost commented that like RJ needs to calm down. <laughs> he just needs to stop. There's I no agree. reason for I this. I agree. <laughs> Especially reading books that he doesn't even like. Like yeah, you metal men. You don't have to re- hate read metal men anymore. <laughs> I might. <laughs> you might have to. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm being buried in comics. I can't imagine. I think I read like 30 things yesterday. Oh, God. Wow. The thing is, he just lives inside of a house made of comic books. I do. Yeah. It's yeah. like the house that Jack built, but it's just comics instead of dead bodies. <laughs> it's like uh, that. That's like, a fire hazard. Yeah. Probably smells better, though. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, my much. my office is Not starting to smell like comic books. It's starting it's, it's starting to turn. It smells yeah. like the yeah. shop, except it doesn't have the dead rat smell that the shop had for a couple <laughs> weeks. I've been I've been saying that for like a month. I'm like, it smells like a dead body in here, and everyone's like, I don't smell it. And, and then, then I finally smelled it, and uh, I'm sorry, I gaslit you. Yeah, well, it got to a point where it smelled like John Wayne Gacy's basement. <laughs> 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 this this fall from Yankee Candle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. I'm I'm morbidly curious. I want I'd buy that candle. Yeah. I don't I don't want You'd it. Have but to I, buy I, yeah, I don't I don't want curious, it, but I have you to have, have to buy that. Just, out of just, just morbid curiosity. Yeah, you light it one time. All right. And then if it's good, great. And then if it not, just becomes a Halloween decoration. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yep. You don't ever actually use it. Did That's you see point. McDonald's made a a series of candles that are each scented yes. After one of the ingredients of a cheeseburger of the the quarter pounder, yeah. So you're telling me there's pickle flavored? There's a ketchup candle, a pickle. No, there's yes. a beef yes. candle. Unacceptable. A be- I wa- Unacceptable. <laughs> I kind of want the beef candle. I, I I just wanna I just wanna set them in a circle, light them all, and then chant the Big Mac recipe. <laughs> It's made so, with cheese. So that I, you, so made that I a, can, you made a sigil for hamburgers? Yeah, so, so I can summon Ronald McDonald and he has oh. to grant me three wishes? I just thought <laughs> no, that, it would be definitely be made with cheese. I thought that was definitely, I thought yeah, that was just the beginning. You get a grimace. Yeah, the, that's, no. the, that's His the head is a cheeseburger. <laughs> Isn't that b- the beginning of Mac and Me? <laughs> that's Big Mac and Me. <laughs> Big Mac and no. There's Big Mac and you. I, yeah. I gotta say, I, I worked for, a, I, I worked for a, a, a cheeseburger place for many years. It was, it was upscale. It was a hipster one in Fishtown. Like five guys, <laughs> but nicer. You're the, but you were the sixth woman. Cheeburger, <laughs> cheeburger. <laughs> but no, I, I as 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 an employee who always smelled like grease and hamburgers. I don't want a hamburger flavored. <laughs> well, candle. that's why you get. No, but it's it's not and pickles. It's one. not just one candle. It's each. Yeah, it's, six it's, of a, them. it's six candles. Each one is specifically. Yeah, so you could just get beef though, correct? And, or just ketchup, or just mustard. No, I know people that would probably like a ketchup candle though, because they're fucking weird. <laughs> Yeah, but like, it's just like McDonald's and nickel and dime. You have to dent, you have to get all of them. Yeah. Like the like special edition shit. Like that's such a weird thing for McDonald's to do. Like, yeah, whatever they do their whole thing, but like candles. I mean, to yeah. be fair, they'll probably not sell well and they'll end up on the dollar menu like any moment. Yo, also, I mean, like, I, if I, they show up on the dollar menu and I could buy them in the store, I will buy them. Oh no! Or can I just have six of the beef ones? <laughs> I'm gonna have if you bring that into your house, I'm gonna have PTSD like from working at Sketchburg. I mean, I, I I do have an ecto cooler candle. That Jesus makes there's. more sense. You get the uh, you get the burger candles, no pickles, no onions. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this is, Burger King? <laughs> yeah, you can't have it your way. You gotta have them all. Wow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, Sean. <laughs> cool. Kick us off and talk about some comic books. McDonald candles are my lead-in. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that right. totally fits the vibe for What this would book. the Skull Digger can- candle smell like? Death. Blood. Yeah. yeah, just pennies. Just broken teeth. <laughs> pennies. Sad boy depression. Uh, thank you for the setup, uh, RJ. I want to do Skull Digger and Skeleton Boy Ooh. by Jeff Lemire. 
Number, and number three? Yeah, number three. Number three. Uh, Tansi Zanjik. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, this kind of, we got two storylines going on this one. We got a, a story from the 70s from Crimson Fist, who is trying to track down Grim Jim, who was our, as was revealed in this issue, half-human, half-chaos demon uh, villain. Cool. He's trying to snap into a Grim Jim. <laughs> no. All right, sorry. I quit. <laughs> um, so, so he goes into this building, kind of gets ambushed by a bunch of dudes and uh, freaking bell-bottom suits and mustaches, and makes do with them, and finally gets to Grim Jim, and it's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna finally get this dude. Cuts back to the present time, which for this book is the 1996, I believe. Yep. And Grim Jim is attacking Crimson Fist. A.K.A. Tex somebody. Tex Reed. Tex Reed, thank you. Who's running for political office. Uh, and it, he attacks him on stage at this political rally. Because he revealed that he, he is was Crimson Fist. Correct. Yes. So they're battling out. Um, was Crimson Fist. In yeah. The past, yeah. Uh, Grim Jim's making tough work of him because he is a half immortal being. Um, but then our hero, Skulldigger, shows up. <laughs> Your hero. Yeah, quote unquote Your hero. Hero. Uh Skulldigger shows up and joins the fray and everyone's like, Oh shit. <laughs> we got freaking Crimson Fist, Skulldigger, and Grim Jim duking it out all while Skeleton on Boy. On on a stage. Yeah, on stage, on camera, which is very rare for him. So Skeleton Boy's like, Yo, I gotta help this dude out. And he breaks into like the locked room and get his uh he gets his little skeleton boy costume. His skelly jammies. Skelly jammies. That's <laughs> <laughs> Adam has team. <laughs> dubbed them <laughs> i also like this lock pick he makes out of the fork yeah it's pretty smart this kid seems to be a smart little yeah little, he's, he's, little guy he's a good little damien wayne yeah 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 uh so grim jim skulldigger duking it out they're kind of classic like villain like he's very joker oh yeah he's, um he's, uh, he's like joker of joker we're a leather daddy yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get a a, a yeah. real leather daddy vibe yeah. from this. That's guy. a perfect way to put it. And he's squ- wearing a mesh tank top. Yeah, <laughs> he's too sexy for his shirt. <laughs> uh, so Grim Jim actually kind of makes quick work of Skulldigger. Um, he and then, but right as he's about to kind of finish him off, Skeleton Boy shows up and kind of distracts him enough that Skulldigger doesn't he get shot. He straight up the face. saves the day. Don't downplay. Sk- yeah, Skeleton look out, Grim Jim. It's your weakness, a child. <laughs> He just gets knocked in the head. He's like, oh, what are you doing here, little kid? <laughs> um, and then he's like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm out. And he grabs the Tex by the belt and which, from a cable that is hanging from his blimp. Yeah. Grim blimp. <laughs> the grim blimp. <laughs> Correct. Putting a lot of trust in that guy's belt. What if he wasn't wearing a belt? Uh, Underwear. <laughs> atomic wedgie. Oh. Yeah, because he's also standing on him. It's the yeah. Grimdenberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so then right as they're, so this is kind of winding down, Skulldigger and Skeleton Boy are still on this stage, and the cop that's kind of been investigating, uh, the death of the, uh, or Skeleton Boy's the parents, orphan's parents, yeah. orphan's parents, I can't remember his name, I don't even say his name. I don't, it um, doesn't matter, yeah. Skeleton Boy. Bruce, um. <laughs> <laughs> baby Bruce, adult um, Bruce and baby Bruce. It's basically like, hey, you don't have to go with him, I know who you are, you can come with me, and then Skeleton Boy just looks at her as like, why would I go with you? I don't know who you are. You have no uh, idea. And, and you who know who I, I am either. And, just, and he, he just screams, I'm Skeleton Boy, and throws down a flashbang, and then they poof out of there. They flash out of there. Flash. flash. Oh, yeah, flash. Sorry. <laughs> um, a flashbang. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Flash Bang. Um, so this is when our two stories converge. So it talk, it's talking about Crimson Fist. It's like somehow freaking Grim Jim always gets away. And it's cutting back and forth. And then it's Skeleton Boy and uh, Skulldigger talking. And he's like, you know, he's like, why did you come? I told you to stay here. You're not ready. He's like, why? I, I thought I did a pretty good job. Yeah, um, yeah I saved your ass, didn't I? Yeah, he's like, well, Asshole. you can't because it's Grim Jim. And he's like, why? Why can't I help? Why can't I help with Grim Jim? It's like, if I'm going to be your partner, you got to tell me. And then it cuts to the page, which is back in the 70s. And it's Crimson Fist opening a door to a kid and Skulldigger saying, because Grim Jim's my father. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I was convinced it was going to be Crimson Fist was his dad. Yeah, I, I, was, I was thinking something like that. I thought that was where Crimson it was Fist going. was going to be more of a hero. Like, Skulldigger's dad would be more of a hero. But I also thought they were going to hate each other because they fight they fight crime very differently. Crimson, yeah. Crimson Fist is a Batman where he doesn't kill anyone, and Skulldigger is a Punisher where he just crushes yeah. skulls. Yep. So I thought it was going to be, like, a strange crime-fighting dad and son where it's like, you know, they hate each other because they fight the same fight differently, but no, it is a very different thing than yeah. that. His dad is a half-chaos demon. How does yeah. that work? Is that make him a fourth chaos demon? He has a great the line. Dude, same. Uh, <laughs> Grim Jim has a great line. It's like, you know, the, the hardest part about being a half-immortal chaos demon is all the people that you hate die. I was just like, nice. <laughs> dude, same. <laughs> So does he get like the Jim from the Human Tide and the Grim from the the Half Moon? I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing so. That's where you got. It's a name pretty from. easy naming solution. Those are just the two names of his uh his parents. Yeah, Grim was the Chaos Demon. Yeah, and Jim, Jim was Jim's the dad. Just his dad. Yeah. I love Beef it. That's spice. also very progressive. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very Grim Jim, very progressive Chaos Demon, <laughs> with his leather daddy shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this is another one like the art. Uh, the panels and how they kind of mm. tell the story like and the color it's so good man i uh like there's this great like three color thing going on when it flashes back to the 70s yeah yeah and then the yeah the colors in the present day are much like brighter and purple and black and white it's all yeah. it's all purple black and white and, it's uh, almost like each character has like their own color tone and scheme, they kind of yeah. they all mash they mesh together when they're in the same scene together it's I cool. t- when i was going through this reading i took so many pictures for social media i don't know how i'm going to narrow it down and not just spoil the book for everyone yeah it's gonna be hard there's some <laughs> good gotta, ones gotta slim grim jim yes slim, <laughs> slim it slim down that slim slim down slim, the grim jim slim down the grim get jim. out of here <laughs> grim jim's got too many uh pun possibility we need ma- we need macho man randy savage <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh no great book man jeff lemire killing it killing it yeah i don't he, he's killing it he has like some sort of pact with some sort of demon that allows him Jim. to it's do de- it's Ch- chaos demon yeah <laughs> he's just got 10 years of just this produ- productivity and then he's just gonna be done for <laughs> He's just gonna retire because he's written thousands of books. Yeah, well, he's not. He's not gonna be able to because he's gonna be in hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like we were just talking about how how difficult it is sometimes to read twenty books in a week. Yeah, and Could he's you, writing. And he's, 20 or he's books. writing that. Many. Or he's yeah. a ghostwriter and he just writes to get out of contract with hell. Oh, he's okay. ghost, oh, if he's, a ghostwriter. Yeah, or a ghostwriter. Uh, or no, no like ghostwriter. He, he has writer. some deal where he'll live forever as long as he keeps writing comics. Yeah, <laughs> deal. <laughs> best deal anyone's ever made. I don't know, man. There's probably some weeks where it's just like, I need to come up with something or I'm going to die. It's like kill or be killed, but with writing. <laughs> but comments. it's like, even I feel like anything he might, he might have thrown, like it's still, every time, it's still, it's all good. I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. It's wild, Worst case man. scenario, it's just good. Yeah, it's Best it, case scenario, yeah. it is mind-blowing. Yeah. 
Like, I, I don't understand. Like, I, I feel like any other writer I find has, has like, he has what, misses. He's, like, what, three ongoing books right now? That's just this week. What? Well, yeah, four of that. Like, Gideon Falls, too. Like, yep. he's got, so, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Me either. Unless it, this is, like, what, this is, like, um, <laughs> when Hollywood was blacklisting communist writers, and, <laughs> and there was, like, a, a handful of writers who would just submit their scripts, and then they would, like... <laughs> Split Wait, so it who got blacklisted oh. to get Jeff so, Lemire every single job? No, no, he's, no. I, I heard it the other. He's just crowdsourcing. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually just written by ten different people. <laughs> Jeff Lemire is actually ten Jimmy Olsons in a suit. Oh, no, it's, it's yes. just it's just any comic book writer who can't get a script sold. He's like, give it to me. I'll submit it as mine, and, and I'll buy it. And I'll sell. Yeah. Now, honestly, you put his name on anything, it's getting made, and yeah. it's gonna be popular. Yeah. Guaranteed, but I mean that just means that all of his other people that are writing for him I'm are not, also really good. I'm yeah, not gonna, I'm not gonna accept that he's a James Patterson of comics. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna yeah, go. That's rude as hell. To we're not doing movies. this. You're right. Take yeah, all no, of no, that. No, this the is most, all just kidding yeah. around. The most plausible thing is he's three children in a trench coat <laughs> <laughs> who are all amazing writers. Yeah, right. Yeah, three Jimmy Olsons in a trench coat. Yeah. Love it. All right. Uh, all right, Casey. What do you got? Once again. I'm a liar, and I love Joe Hill. I told you. I'm a liar. Keep telling you that. I'm a liar. Um, Plunge, number one, by Joe Hill and Stuart Eminent. It's also really cool to see Stuart Eminent doing comics again, because it's been so long. I don't, I don't even remember the last time he was, did an interior of a book, but he's back, so that's cool. Um, and, and then they immediately broke your heart. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, they they intrigued me. Well, the, this first page really broke my heart because a dog dies. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's not <laughs> cool, man. Um, so we we start out with this. Uh, it's a dude just playing with his dog, and it's um inconsequential because they, as I just spoiled, they immediately die. Um, they, they all <laughs> right. They walk out onto the beach. It's a, it was a good little like uh twist because you kind of think that's going to be your main character and he just yeah. exists for three pages. Um. So the, this the student's dog walk out on the beach, and there is just a mass giant squid genocide. Oh, it's like my front porch. New band name called. <laughs> what it. are you doing on your front porch? Killing giant squids, oh, obviously. No, <laughs> um, I'm not doing it. Some... Something is. I gotta get the bird feeder looked at. <laughs> well, what are you putting in it that's attracting anyway? Sorry, patch kids. <laughs> So anyway, they're they're standing on the beach and uh, just immediately get hit by a tsunami after finding these dead giant squids. So uh, welcome to the book. That's the that's it. Here we are. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, Um, pretty much. Yep. So then uh, then we we cut to um, a Navy vessel where it's uh, they're all sitting around in in the like uh, radar room and they're talking about this uh, survey ship called the Derelith is popping up with a um, distress signal. But the weird thing is that the derelict went down in April of '83. What? What? <laughs> ghost ship. And this this book takes place now, ship. 2020, right? Yes. Davy yeah. Jones. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Can't fool me with your octopus face. Yep, it's true. It's true. With your Zoidberg mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so then we cut to um a an anchorage. There's a. Uh, a, an aquarium and we have a marine biologist who's just swimming with sharks and, and hanging out doing her job and um she has to examine these what are they called they are called worms bristle worms yep some type of aquatic 
worm. I think I saw the doctor for that once. <laughs> yeah, I hate it when I get bristle worms. <laughs> oh God, Jesus. Um, but they they look like little um like like sea centipedes. Um, like like they look prehistoric. Nope. They look prehistoric, yeah. honestly. Get them off me. Yeah, I don't want those. Um, None of that in my sea basement. <laughs> Where do you live? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand what. Um, the architect, he was on a lot of drugs. <laughs> so, uh, so she's examining these bristle worms because they're all of a sudden they're eating each other, and that's not a thing that they ever do. So, mm -hmm. something's going on with the bristle worms. Yep. And then we cut to this salvage ship, also in Alaska. And there's uh, the company man from this, like, massive corporation called, like, Rococo something or other is going to hire this, like, ragtag group of salvage dudes. And the way we are introduced to these characters is the captain just waving around a dildo, just going, do you want 9,000 dildos? Because I just salvaged a shipping <laughs> container filled with 9,000 dildos. I love it. He's just waving it out. He's just got one in his hand. He's just using it to gesture. It's the captain now I that want. I'm thinking about this had, like, the beginning, this had a very, like, uh twister vibe to me oh totally like 90s disaster film and i'm like i am so in yeah <laughs> it does yeah it yeah. really does yeah and like the way we are introduced to all these characters is so endearing like yeah and it's so like that movie 100 percent. yeah <laughs> and um yeah actually the the i love there's like two panels that perfectly sets up all like this this group of people like this ragtag group of um it's like just three dudes in the salvage team and uh one of them goes like He's the smart one, I'm the likable one, and Gage is the bad-tempered one, Gage being the, the captain. Like in Jaws, think of Russell here as Hooper, I'm Brody, and Gage, and then the company interrupts him and it's like, got it, Captain Carpenter is Quint. He's like, I was thinking he's more like the shark. <laughs> 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 Which is great. Also, Carpenter, clear reference to Carpenter, John Carpenter. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> good one. Good, yeah. I'm glad you got that. <laughs> <laughs> that John Carpenter. God, I thought it was just a carpenter. Shut up. I thought it was Jesus. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah the carpenter. The, oh, the, yeah. the yeah. carpenter. That's another book this week. That's that's another. <laughs> Never book. seen yeah. a finer uh, chair. <laughs> Tables. He built yeah. this gazebo one time. <laughs> yeah. Dynamite. Got to see Jesus's gazebo. <laughs> Say that five times. Jesus gazebo. <laughs> New band name called it. Jesus's gazebo. Yeah, it's in my backyard. Next. <laughs> yeah, your house is wild. Yeah, why don't we do this at your house? <laughs> oh, I don't have room for a podcast. Yeah, no, we, we can do it in the gazebo. <laughs> oh boy. Um. So. Uh, I got. I got nothing. I got over nothing. Here. I got nothing. Ooh. So, so in the course of uh, the company man talking to the captain, we learn that uh, the company is massive and they have their own salvage team that they usually use. And the, and the, the captain of the ship is really uh, concerned and, and, and suspicious, very cynical of like, why are you coming yeah. to me, man? Like, we, we're on a little dinghy here. Like, well, you know, I don't, dinghy? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> our, you, I don't know what you want from us. With our dildos? <laughs> with our, yeah, just dingy, yeah. dingy. Dildo just a dildo dingy, dingy full yeah. of dildos. <laughs> <laughs> that's my children's book oh my God. well that comes back to the i love funny cargo yeah like, oh absolutely the best oh well they even there's a there's a really good story about um one time he opened up he's like you never know oh, what you're gonna find he opens so up a shipping container and he immediately thought that it was a a human trafficking camp like 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 operation was that, bodies, that, was, yeah. that became a mass drowning Turns out they were mannequins. <laughs> but he passed out. He like fainted, and then the rest of the crew won't let him live it down. Yeah, these middle pages, there's a lot, like, as they're talking to the crew and figuring out what's going on, like, there's 
awesome character development. Yeah, like, it's so good. The banter forth. between it's, them it's is really great. well done. Yeah. Um, but we come to find out that the reason this massive corporation is hiring this ragtag group is that, um, number one, uh, the weird circumstances of the ghost ship that went down in 83 is now all of a sudden broadcasting a signal every 10, like 10 minutes a day. And like, it's like, some, it's bizarre. Also, it's in deep Russian territory where they're like very likely to be bombed by a Russian submarine. Like and the corporation's like, yeah, we're not doing it. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to yeah, go Yeah, they there. get too much liability of getting, you know, bombed. So we'll send you dumbasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll pay you an obscene amount of money. And yeah. They're kind of like. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Uh, and mostly they're just like intrigued by the mystery. Um, uh, You know, come to find out. Again. Yeah. Twister. It's awesome. Jaws. Jaws boot. And Jaws. <laughs> but, like this feels like they're doing it for the love of the craft. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like very twister <laughs> I, I watched twister recently so and like I. the the whole yeah, why are you guys watching twister the whole crew on that on that fantastic. movie where like there's one guy who's just like the av dude there's yeah. one guy oh, yeah. who's just maps and there's what i was like all of these guys are i have all of that on my phone yeah like i don't need any of you idiots it's like seven vans and all with all this stuff it's like yeah i could just you don't need all that equipment anymore man it's crazy <laughs> yeah your whole job, all of your jobs are defunct by an iPhone. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> um, okay, so then we go, um, you know, flash forward a little bit, and the marine biologist that we, we met earlier has been called in to um, help them do the salvage. Um, she's she's going to preserve. Evidently, the, the, um, the nuclear ship that went down also has, like, marine biology samples on there. It was like a there. research ship. It was, a res- it was, yeah. it was like a survey ship yeah. that was sur- surveying for, like, like nuclear capability yeah. but also like it has some like species of of like marine life that has since gone extinct so that it's is why she's wild. yeah so she that's why she's interested um to see if they can salvage that as well and then uh you know she, she's got some really good banter uh, mm. along with she she immediately kind of is endeared to the crew yeah she fits really perfectly yeah like in, they just click the and um you know then we flash forward they get to um Somewhere in Russia that I am not even going to try and pronounce. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to spell it for you guys. U-N-G-A-Y-A-G-A-G-T-A. God bless you. You ain't got no alibi. <laughs> you ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's true. I got no, no idea how to pronounce that. I'm not even going to embarrass yeah, don't myself. Even, yeah, don't even yes. bother. Um, so they get there, and the crew decides that they're going to go... Um, they're going to go camping and have a little campfire on the, on the beach. Um, but then, you know, the captain doesn't want to go because, like, the captain's so angry. He's an angry he's captain. He's a big angry captain. He's a big angry captain. He stays on the ship. <laughs> so the rest of the crew goes and they're, they're, you know, just hanging out by the campfire. And the marine biologist says she has to pee. So she run, runs off into the, you know, the nearby wilderness to pee. Then she finds a corpse of what appears to be a prisoner. He's in an orange jumpsuit. He's holding a knife. He slit his own throat. And the bristle worms are crawling out of his neck, and they're saying, it's all right if you need to scream, Mariah. And they name drop her. They, they, they know her name. I hate when bristle worms do that. Good news is, she doesn't have to pee anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Very Bad true. news is, that has been dealt she with. has wet pants. <laughs> it's very so, cold in Russia. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's unfortunate. <laughs> Uh yeah, so I I just love this one because the character development is just so, I am immediately endeared to like all of these people. This, They're great. This felt like a '90s blockbuster disaster film to me, and I would I can't wait. You for know what me. else it is? Jurassic okay. Park. Yeah, 
It's Jurassic Park. It's, it's a it's Steven got, like, Spielberg all of those. movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. The company man is going to go run off into the porta potty and get uh, eaten by bristleworms. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's there because the company's like, I'm going to be with you. My family's at home waiting. It's like, this dude's going to die. <laughs> yes. it's, it's the day after the deep impact of Armageddon Volcano. <laughs> this guy gets it. <laughs> Featuring Dante's Peak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but like the mystery is is also very intriguing. I have no idea where that's going, but oh, I, man. but man I Joe but Hill. I but I need to know that they're okay. It's my man Joe Hill writing some He's mystery great. for you. He's killing it, killing it. Very similar to the the beginning of uh, basketball heads. We we're just like, what? <laughs> yeah. What now? Are it's, those heads this, in this a basket? Pretty normal until the last page, and then you're just like, hold on, <laughs> hold on, Mr. Hill. Pardon. What the hell is going on? Well, he delivered on what he promised. <laughs> it's true. It was right in the title. Yeah. I mean, that shouldn't have been a real surprise to anybody. This yeah. one didn't say uh, psychic bristleworms. Yeah. I didn't get much yeah. of a plunge on psychic this one. Psychic bristleworms, number one, doesn't have the same ring to it as plunge. Cor- cor- right in there. Corpse full of sentient worms. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't roll off the tongue as much as plunge. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But it was great. It's definitely. It, yeah. I this is it. what. This is one that you should go out and read for yourself because I didn't. I didn't do it any justice for how good the dialogue is. Yeah, yeah just that, dive right in there. Pl- plunge, oh. plunge right in there. Uh, <laughs> RJ, do you have an off switch tonight, man? No. <laughs> man, I mean, good. you want to try to find it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> you are like killing it over there. Rare form. Rare form. <laughs> Took a one too many five hour energies before we started this. <laughs> Just the after effects of reading Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, dude. All right. Yeah, no, I I understand. That's fair. Sorry. I didn't realize you were suffering from Olsen. (laughs) Yeah, that book is just ADHD. He's got the the Olsen bump. I got the Jim Chimney. Olsen bump? Is that just cocaine? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's, I don't know how else Matt Fraction writes that book. All right, save it, guys. We'll get to that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, we don't even need to cover it at the end because we just keep. Mentioning talk, it, yeah, we talk about it throughout. It in throughout the rest yeah. of the story, uh, which right. is much like reading Jimmy Olsen. But anyway, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so I have Amazing Mary Jane number five by Leah Williams and Carlos Gomez. So he's continuing Mary Jane's adventure. She's making a movie. She sure is. Yeah, they're yep. almost done. They almost so close. So she's fighting some robots with Mysterio. Robots. R- a lot of <laughs> a lot of robots. Friendly robots. Robots. She, she uh jumps off a cliff and then onto a bounce house so very good practical effects yeah they're doing it yeah um so they wrap mary jane's scenes and then they uh mysterio um calls them tells them that um they actually got funded for a second leg of secondary er, they got funding for leg of secondary photography so they can shoot all the scenes that they had to cut out uh or you know um do B footage on because of uh, budget constraints. So, so they really get to make the movie they wanted to make in the first place. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. Great. They did it. Uh, <laughs> and then um, the they've got one scene left to film, uh, and it they need it's they say it's magic hour, so it's like one hour where the lighting is perfect. So they have they only have um, that amount of time to shoot the the final scene, and. Um, Mary Jane's not in it, so she deci- so she decides to talk to Mysterio, and uh, she's like, she asks him how he feels now that you know we fi- he finally gets to relax and gets to- gets to do all the secondary photography. Like he likes he won. Like he, yeah, he, like you did it, bud. How do you feel? So he's like, it's strange. He's like, what do you mean strange? He's like, well, I, I was just so ready for it to be a disaster, and 
uh, I is success feels weird, and I was like, oh no, Mysterio, it's okay. Also, also same. Yep, exactly. <laughs> there, there, there is a great moment when you wrap principal photography. I mean, I had to imagine. Ugh. it's like, ugh. I, I, I wish there was a pill that made me feel like that. Yeah, I think it's called Prozac. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, or Zoloft. <laughs> Lithium. <laughs> oh, jeez. And then, uh, so yeah, he's gonna act in the final scene, and it's like, uh, he uh, feels that easy enough to pretend that I'm battling my own demons. I will simply be thinking of everything I hate about myself. And I was like, no. Jesus. It's okay. Dude, same. Same, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then Mary Jane's like, I'm, uh, just wanted to say how proud I am of you, Quentin, truly, and not to be smug, but I believed in this the whole time. And it's like, I know you did. So, I, I mean, their interactions have been my favorite part this, yeah, this whole great. book. Yeah. Uh, so she goes off. Um, she's not in the final scene, so she goes to her trailer and talks to, tries to video chat Peter, but he's not there. So she kind of, kind of leaves a message for him saying how much she misses him. And then she gets out of the trailer and this, this like car pulls up and it's all of the Savage Six. And so she's like, I've just had enough of this goddamn people. So B-list villains. Yeah. So she, so she takes off her earrings she goes down because she's about to get in a fight. Because come on, yeah, it's great. Yeah, and Got she's to. like, "You're gonna have to get through me." Yeah, this and, is a closed set. And uh, so, <laughs> Vulture is like such bravado from no more than an attractive accessory. But we, but be careful, Miss Watson. You wouldn't want to disfigure the pretty face you made a career out of, would you? So she just sm- like <laughs> smashes his helmet, and then uh, the next like. Five pages are her taking down the Sinister Six, like, one by one. Just full page spreads of her. <laughs> For each one. Which so I was great. Cool. She, yeah. like, trips Rhino down a hill <laughs> and uh, activates the, uh, the X-Men robots on the Cobra. <laughs> Man, I wish I had my own set of X-Men robots. Right? She's got dinosaur robots, too. Yeah, it's like from the uh, a couple issues ago when they're talking about the dinosaur head. Awesome. Yeah, I just I love this. It's so badass. Yeah, she's just taking them all down. <laughs> and then, uh, so she kind of gets um, running ragged though, because she's like holding them all. Because she's a regular ass person fighting the Savage yeah. Six. And then yeah, uh, it's like, are they? Are you even a supervillain anymore? Yeah. <laughs> they they wrap the uh, so they wrap the final scene and they all. Uh, Go to her and they they see that she's getting beat up. So Mysterio, um, Mysterio and like all the crew, yeah, fight. They, uh, <laughs> they take the lead and then uh, Mysterio is kind of like duking out with Vulture and he's like, "Why why do you keep bothering the the set so much?" And he's like, "I should be the one uh, to have the movie." And uh, he's like, "Why are you just jealous?" <laughs> um, uh, petty man. Yeah, <laughs> make your own damn movie. So Vulture's Vulture's not. Like uh, Quentin shows his real face to Vulture because Vulture's like, "Who's backing you?" Uh, he still thinks that he's the director. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, he doesn't buy the illusion, so uh, he just flies away, and then uh, they they all go out for sushi, and that's it. And there you go. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Nice. But it was dope. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> They finished the, they finished the movie. It's so heartwarming. I, I can't wait till the next issue where they go to see the movie. 
Yes. No, it's just it's just uh, all the reviews. It's just Mysterio stuck editing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The cutting room floor. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's just him on a Steinbeck machine, just like. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. So. We're about to get pretty sad here. Sure are. Uh, All right, I'm already there. Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Sad Boys number th- 103. <laughs> My sadness is mutated. <laughs> I, I I do want to say this is a uh, this is written and drawn by Sophie Campbell. Uh she's kicking ass on this. It's the so, art this is really good. Is nuts. Like the the a level of detail in this book is insane. And the level the level of character development is wild. So Yeah. Um, we, we open up with Donnie waking up from some kind of nightmare with these, like, monsters attacking him. Yeah, so, so you know Sophie Campbell at this point. You interviewed her, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe a personal question. Does she have PTSD? Because I feel like she's got PTSD. I, I feel don't like know. she's very good at writing characters that have PTSD. Yeah. That's like, these, these are all, like, <laughs> severe trauma. Like, this is real yeah so it he's he's in a tent because he's just walking to new york city um and his like shells bothering him because his shell was like surgically put back together after he was dead and then came back <laughs> is that like when it rains and my knee hurts because i crashed a motorcycle on it you're also like dead that. and you had <laughs> your knee no, it's like exactly the same it's thing. like that but your entire back <laughs> oh, yeah so <laughs> Yeah, so he he shows up at April's apartment, and April's like, look, you can stay here as long as you want. And her apartment has gotten worse. It's a disaster. Yeah. She's a hoarder, man. Well, she's going through it, too. Like, like the job That's what I'm saying. Like, they all have yeah, they're different, all going through it. They all have different coping mechanisms for PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. Mikey's as a cat. Yeah, that is, that is Which true. Which we'll get to. But, um, so they're, they're talking about trying to figure out a way into Mutant Town, and, um... Donnie fills her in on everything that's been going on at the farmhouse mm-hmm. and how kind of toxic the farmhouse has been. Um, so we cut to uh, Jenica and Raph just, oof, they get into it, man. Yeah, they sure do. Uh, she, Raph has fucking still, crazy eyes. And she's still like banged up from that porcupine. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And in like just true Raphael fashion. Just... Yeah, he he loses it. He flies off the handle like he does. Says some... Things he probably immediately regrets saying, like, uh, basically says, like, what? Just because you're a turtle, you're our family now. You're not mm. part yeah, you're of pretty, our family. Yeah, you're, you're not part of our clan. Like Splinter uh, just felt sorry for you, or yeah. like whatever. Ooh. And then so he storms That's off. Not cool. And then immediately these these weasel mutants <laughs> run past Jenica into the dude into the shelter and just fucking eat everything they destroy inside. that food bank they just rip the place apart and then run out just as fast it's like a tornado yep went through the place i love Yo, the design of these little weedles they're weasels, though. so cute yeah they they're adorable as heck like, like them my... running away is like it's so funny like and they have little uh like research tags on their ears yeah this one looks like my cat this one looks like poe it does <laughs> <laughs> and he eats like that too he he's got the whole baguette in like his a mouth. Tornado. Yeah. <laughs> he, literally while i'm like w- washing out the cat bowls he just bites my arm the whole time oh my god <laughs> he's like give me now i want it now he just doesn't know where your food's at <laughs> he's he like, your food you can't see your food yeah he's also blind <laughs> but <laughs> a- mentioning. alapex is like this took so long yeah, to put together like, and devastated. they tore this place apart in seconds yeah and um, 
I, I keep forgetting this this tiger girl's name. She's Sally? Like the cat? Sally. Sally. She's like my new favorite. She's so great. Yeah. She's like, she's like, well, they left uh, a hell of a trail to follow. There's just <laughs> yeah. this trail of just food. garbage <laughs> and food. Yeah. So uh, we cut back to Mikey at the farmhouse Ooh. and his cat Clunk is missing. The mm. doors open and there's little kitty cat paws walking off into the snow. I, I like how he's just wearing like depression pajamas. Oh yeah. He's Mikey's in a bad way. Yeah. So he's like desperately trying to find uh the cat. He runs into Leo in his greenhouse and then kinda breaks down. He's like he says everything, everyone and everything leaves or goes away. I can't stop it. What am I supposed to do? Oh. And then he just cries. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, rough. Dude, Mikey, I don't like seeing Mikey like this. <laughs> also, is the cat okay? We don't. I hope so. I hope I so. I mean, he's a cat. He's fine. It's snowing. Dude, there's there's wild cats that live in this neighborhood. They're they're, they're nothing it's can kill those cats. He's probably got nunchucks and like beating people up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, one of, it's one of those weasels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the cat's probably fine. Better He's be. Fine. He better be, or I don't know if I can read this book. <laughs> John Wick all over again. I can't take it twice. Oh so uh, we we cut to to Donnie and um, and April breaking into Mutant Town. Um, at the same time, we cut back to the Weasels, and they run into that little white turtle-looking child. Yeah, mm-hmm. from the from the beginning of the arc everything yep. is so cute yeah and oh, but yeah. everything is so cute and they hit and it off <laughs> and yeah. um the the rest of the gang um jenica uh mona lisa and uh sally find them and they realize they're just babies just they're kids. just children they're yeah. babies <laughs> <laughs> i've been waiting all week yeah to i was about to say how long are you gonna <laughs> Uh, on that <laughs> but yeah, I think that's so cute that they're just little little kiddos. No, they don't know any better. The reason why they are though is not cute. Yeah, that's a bummer. And then Hobbs shows up and they call him Dada, which I thought was really cute until he threw a net around them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. bad dad. And then Sally yeah, finally I mean, confronts Hobbs, who just pulls out a fucking gun like yeah, Hobbs does. Why does he keep doing that? I don't know, man. There's so many other steps to this escalation process. <laughs> so, nah, so Hobbs like, dude, I do what I want. These kids are mine. I'm going to sell them to the Foot whatever, Clan whatever. and fuck you. Yeah. And then Sally punches him across the face and goes, dude. the mutanimals are over. Awesome. What a great. And that's where we ended. Dude, this, and that's why she's my favorite now. Yeah, Sally's great. She's, that she's was badass. awesome. I and love these little uh, weasel kids, man. I do too. They're really cute. I want one. I already have one as a pet. Just kidding. <laughs> I love this carrot. Like, the, I know she's like a lion, but like, yo, she is jacked. Um, love it. She's amazing. Yeah. So this next month issue, the preview, is she going to be the one that takes them to the punk show? Maybe. She's, she's dressed in a leather with a bunch of studs. Sure. Maybe she's also a leather daddy. Ooh. I think that, that, that preview was from like 108 or something like that. Oh, man. We got to wait that long? I know, Stupid. man. Yeah. Mikey's got to find his cat. <laughs> Yeah, I need to know that cat's okay. I'm legitimately <laughs> upset. The cat, the cat's more okay than Mikey is. That's I'm pro- upset about both true. things. I just but... want to know if Angel's okay. That's my real question. <laughs> you and Angel, man. She hasn't showed up yet. <laughs> I want to see Angel more than I want to see Splinter. Is she the cat? <laughs> well, Splinter is dead. So yeah, you're not seeing Splinter. Or... <laughs> yeah, but you I want to. I want to see what uh... what's Shredder up to. Yeah, what's Saki up to? 
Oh, he's a Green Power Ranger. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. How could we forget? <laughs> he is busy. Uh, it's it's so funny getting that that contrast between turtle stories right oh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For One's, sure. like, super, like... Well, RJ and I were talking about that at the shop. It's, like, one... Like, like the beauty about this book is that it does take itself seriously, that it can tackle, like, really serious issues, and, like like, the beauty of it is that it's really dark and brooding and depressing, whereas... If I wanted a silly cartoon that's just like, wow, this is really cool, then I'll go read yeah, it's just sugar, Power Rangers TMNT. It's sugar-coated cereal. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like this is the this is like where I go to get my like This is your feels. heart. This, this is, is your heart smart the, cereal. Yeah. Sugar coated yeah, cereal. This is, just, this is my, you know. my oat brand <laughs> with almond milk. Like I need it and it's real and it's great, but I also want some fucking fruit loops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got Wildberry Fruit Loops the other day. They're not good. That's unfortunate. Don't get them. Okay. I'm not a big it's a, cereal It's a person. warning. Oh, it was on clearance. It's probably a good reason it was on clearance. Like I love cereal in concept, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to eat this. Did you know there's only one flavor of Fruit Loop? Like, they're all different colors, but they all taste the same. Same as Skittles. No. Skittles 100%. No, nope, Skittles different. have exactly the same flavor. No. Nope. Yeah, that's not All right, right, next week I'm going to bring a bag of Skittles and I'm going to prove you wrong. Let's Blind do it. taste test. I'll do the fucking Pepsi challenge all with that All Skittles shit. have the same flavor. They really don't. They really do, I promise. You think they don't. They have the same flavor. She's you're crazy. wrong we're gonna we're, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna blind taste this this next week i've done that with like a bunch of sodas and i got them all red I'm i think really uh oh shit. i i mean i could do it with coke any day someone's like no you can't tell the difference between coke zero and regular coke it's oh, exactly yeah, absolutely the same. they're not even can. close to yeah, the same don't even don't yeah don't yeah. test me i have i have gotten kidney stones three times don't don't try and act like i can't tell my Coca-Cola. that was a deeply personal thing to share <laughs> uh, is that I drink too much it, soda i'm sorry i'm drinking one, a lot of soda i've never got kidney stones yeah i just also have bad kidneys <laughs> i don't um, know if that I just have a bad. My one vice is the only thing I can't handle. Yeah. that's that's the that's the irony. I don't I don't drink heavily. I can't smoke weed. I, I, all I do is soda, and then I have kidney stones. The end. Friend of mine came in one day after they and was like, he, he would eat Oreos all the time, and he came in and was like, they changed the goddamn recipe. I'm like, how do Whoa. you know? He's like, they changed it, and then like a week later, like. They announced like, that they changed something. Like I knew it. As soon as I ate one, I knew it. They changed the recipe. Oh my god! I'm like, damn, damn. that's crazy. Damn. That that dude's good. Yeah. I'm like, you you eat too many Oreos. <laughs> like that's that was what I learned that day. Yeah. yeah. It's like I'm afraid you might have a creamy center. Yeah. Well, don't don't we all? <laughs> all right, Sean. What else you got? All right, I'm going for the I'm going for the Lemire special. I'm going for two for two on Lemire this week. So I'm gonna wrap up. Uh, Joker Killer Smile. Honorable mention to Family Tree, which was also very good. Which is great. Didn't have too much like development story wise. I think that's the only reason we didn't pick that one. A lot of action. Yeah, a lot of action. Really good. Character, like all the the family comes together, we get a a lot more from the brother. Yeah, that issue. Yeah. Um, Definitely. I just wanted to find out. Mention the third Lemire. And you find out you can just scream at people to not die. It and works. it works, yeah, I guess. It works, no problem. <laughs> Except um, I went why to a we grave not tried and this? didn't work. <laughs> Don't die! I, I just got out, kicked out of the cemetery. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're well, already dead, late. RJ. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino, um, Joker Killer Smile, book three. So this is kind of the conclusion of this part of the book. Um, the doctor has gone full crazy. Cuckoo bananas. He, yeah, he He's is cuckoo cr- for cocoa. Crazy Pops town to banana continue pets. the cereal conversation. Um, <laughs> my favorite part of this, I'll just kind of, the whole overlay is narrated like the um, the the children's book that's been mentioned throughout this. It's like all Mr. Talk- Smiles, Mr. Or Smiles. It's all talking about like um, 
Mr. Smiles was restless and stuck in the magic castle, aka Arkham, and like this guy's gonna come get him out. So yeah, it's all it's, narrated and, and, like that. And like they the introduce all book. the other characters as it's it's Mr. Smiles, it's Sad Doctor, and Mr. Pouts is Batman. Mr. Pouts is Batman. Worst <laughs> porn ever. <laughs> oh, oh no. I, think I don't like, like it. I don't want it. Well, they do that. And Shut then it they, down. Um, yeah. <laughs> then they do the crocodile man, scarecrow, and even the man with two faces. So they talk. Yeah. But Manny so, faces is in this. Manny faces. Correct. <laughs> so basically this guy is gone. God damn it. He's gone full crazy. He's got his clown makeup on. He walks into the Joker. Which just, also looks like Gacy makeup. I want to point a, out. It, it doesn't look does. like Joker makeup. It looks like John Wayne Gacy. It looks like clown makeup. Like, like you said, like more of a, not like Pogo. Joker. It looks yeah, like Pogo yeah. the Clown. Like he probably clown. has our Yankee candle. I mean, I imagine that, that or he's just got 33 he's, bodies in he's got the, He's got the original. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, he just rolls back into uh, Arkham and just like beats the guard with a pipe wrench, walks into the Joker cell, beats him with a pipe wrench. He's like, what's going on? He's like, you did this to me. He's like, no, they did it to you. I they, saved you. I saved you. I, I awoken to who you truly are. They left you. They, they did this. I'll never leave you. Yeah, like, super, dude, this is a mess. And then basically the Joker convinces him, he's like, what are we going to do? It's like, oh, we're going to get out, open up all the doors. So the doctor opens up all the doors in Arkham. Because he still has clearance because nobody realizes he's he's cuckoo bananas yet. And then there's a great full page of just Killer Croc standing next to a guard after the breakout and just says, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So there's a whole breakout. And at the end, the Joker basically gives him an address. And it's the address of where his family now lives, where his wife and son live. It's like, you can go to them after we do something real quick. Uh, so they get out. Uh, they're confronted by somebody. And this guy's fully turned. He's basically, he knows what he's got to do. Just shoots the guy. So he's fully gone. He is just lost. He is not well, him he, anymore. He shoots the guard. And then it's like, heh. And then they, yeah, they, they just start like giggling. Both start laughing. Yeah, they start laughing. So like they're oh, just they're man. he's full crazy at this point. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sad doctors, full crazy. So they get to this warehouse. Joker kind of gets his garb. Uh they're confronted by Batman. Yeah, I, M- love, Mr. That, Pouts. I love that they go to the warehouse just so he can get his purple suit. Absolutely. I'm like, ah, that's better. Well, that and I think Joker was luring Batman. This we'll get to that. But so Batman, aka Mr. Pouts, shows up <laughs> and they kind of duke it out a little bit. They're fighting. And then the the sad doctor, he he tells him to run, go to your family. So basically now he's splitting the party and he Joker in true Joker fashion is like, okay, you can either go save that innocent woman and child, or you can get me. And obviously Batman goes to try to save the innocent woman and child and just yeah, leaves the, the trolley jo- problem. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And just leaves the Joker there. Uh so then we kind of cut to the family and he's just devolving into madness basically he's like i gotta kill him i'm gonna, I'm gonna kill my family basically um and he's like why did you do this to me like and she's like what are you doing he's like this is what i am like he's just gone nuts and but he tells his wife to close his eyes so he can shoot her just like oh my god it's brutal then his yeah. then his son then his son walks in obviously uh and then he's just like he's just losing it he's just battling with himself he's just the art the way they depict this the art is phenomenal. This could be a very boring book without Andrea and Sorrentino. The art, but Andrea Sorrentino it. like really grasps oh like God. how to show you that just like a mind is crumbling in like a really yes. interesting way. It's phenomenal. A really dynamic way of just like <laughs> fracture. Yeah, better than my brain. therapist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So basically, it's just again showing his descent into madness, um, and eventually he kind of realizes. 
Oh God, no! Like also, what? the kid is wearing the same like John Wayne Gacy think, face paint. It's in, in his head. It's in his. It's head, obviously in yeah. his head. But I just thought that was a really cool. But then he finally like clown he, kit for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, he finally realized that Joker's messing with him, and he he like clings on to hope. But then Batman kind of knocks him out. Um, and then. <laughs> And then it cuts to... Um, yeah, he decides not to kill them right before Batman knocks him out. Batman's so like, is. not again. Yeah. <laughs> so then it cuts back to him and Arkham, and it's him and the director kind of going back and forth. It's like, thank you. Know, uh, you know, you finally beat the Joker. The Joker is a disease. He corrupts everything. And, <laughs> and then the, the woman gives him a joke. It's like, hey, why is Two-Face the best villain in Arkham? Because he's not half bad. Uh, <laughs> but then, but then the guy—he ba- is half bad, right? Yeah, but he's also, but he's not, also half not half bad. bad. And then they're well, basically he's half not bad. It's half right. a joke. Um, <laughs> so then he's basically talking about Joker. He's like, "Well, okay, Joker used me, um, but now that disease is out in the open, and like, what do we do?" And he's like, "Basically, we just wait for the darkness to pass and pray that hope is enough." And. Oof. Basically, this as as Joker is giving a balloon to a small yeah. random child on the street, he's like, "Oh God!" It's then, all it, bad. then it then it wraps up with like the sad doctor found himself where he belonged in the magic castle. Mister Pouch soaked in the shadow, which is of course where he belonged, and Mister Smiles was free to spread joy and mirth. Uh, and they all lived happily ever after. The end. <laughs> but like you realize that this whole well, at least thing... they all lived happily ever exactly. After. Yeah. Oh yeah, they all lived happily like, this... ever after. The Joker basically says, like, this was a long-term plan. Like, this this is his plan to get out of Arkham, to basically just completely ruin this dude's life he so he could escape. He gaslit a dude into insanity. Yeah, to get so he could escape from Arkham. Um, I hate when that happens. It was, like I said, the art, Rude. the writing. This Joker was kind of terrifying He's, in his reality. It's, it's so much, because it is very real, and it yeah. is it is more about, like, manipulation and, and mental illness and like that sort of yeah. thing it's it's so much scarier than the joker ever is in anything else and the art i think ramps it way it yeah. pairs perfectly he's um, a he's a tiger in a cage you know what i mean like yeah. he is he is so much more dangerous in this than he is in anything else absolutely uh so this is the end of this piece but there's going to be a one shot epilogue batman the smile killer which is That's about out in may out in may which is about Bruce Wayne as a kid apparently like watching or reading the Mr. Smiles books that may or may not exist in this universe. <laughs> so that'll be an interesting take to see w- how that works. Yeah. Because I was under the impression he like that the doctor imagined the the Mr. Smiles thing. Yeah. So how like, does something like that get published? <laughs> I don't think it did. <laughs> right. I think that's the point. Yeah, so it might yeah, it might be some other crazy thing going on, but like this again, we already talked about it, but Lemire crushing it this book was awesome the art writing combo if you're even close to go pick up gideon falls because it's the same kind of thing yeah it's just this eerie terror that you're just not really sure like what's going to happen next time you and also what's real like the- yeah like what's real what isn't and who's gonna die or what or what yeah like what's going on like it's a lot of it's what the what the fuck's going on yeah. in Gideon Falls. Yeah. Because <laughs> you really don't know what's real, what, but it's what really well time done. time period am I in? Yeah, what, what dimension yeah. am I in? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Dude, right? <laughs> fucking wild. That book is awesome. That book is wild. Definitely a trade read, it, so you actually can follow the story. Yeah. <laughs> I, be I've my, been reading it monthly, and I that'll don't That'll be know. my pro tip for that book. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really well done. Actually, I bought the first uh, first trade for my boyfriend, and like it's up to like 
three or four now. It's up to 26 issues, 27 issues now. Yeah, so, so there's like four trades, I think. Mm-hmm. There's at least three, I know for sure. Yeah. So I'm just going to just like plop that in his lap and just be like, have fun with your day. Yeah, <laughs> just reading, It's so just good. mainlining that insanity. <laughs> it probably makes way more sense. It does, though. yeah, but Because you could like, oh! That splinter from the third issue makes sense now. <laughs> and I'm... That's real. hundred percent. Like, like, that's how I consumed Walking Dead, the compendiums. Yeah. yeah. Like, just it, binge through, like, 50 issues at a time. And the book, like... reads really fast. And a book like that's much more digestible in that format. Because yeah. you have issues where sometimes, sometimes, like, nothing ever happens. So it's like, well, that would suck reading weekly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like it's all story building. It's you know ambience, as we say. Ambience. <laughs> all right, Casey. What else you got? All right, I got a new another number one. Um, I'm just all about the you know the number ones. There's this a week. lot of good number ones this week. There was. Um, this one's called Bang, number one. Uh, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> by uh, <laughs> okay. uh, by Matt Kent and Wilfredo Torres, and it's really cool. So it starts out. Uh, <laughs> Again, really, with a novel. We're done. It's really cool. We're done. It's really cool. Uh, the end. Uh, <laughs> the end. All so, right. So again, it starts, it starts out with a, no- a novel, and it's uh, very Ian Fleming, very uh, James Bond, and it's just uh, the beginning of, you know, where it's uh, this main character, James Bondy type character named uh, Thomas Cord, um, you know, being reunited with his uh, uh, octopusy. Uh, her name is Fanny. <laughs> Language. <laughs> Well, her name is Fanny. Okay. <laughs> I, I, vagina. I like this quote on the cover. It says, uh, a great fucked up blend of James Bond and Tintin, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I don't so, know who gave Keanu Reeves this comic, but I'm glad they did. John Wick endorses it. John Wick endorses it. I'm, I'm, I'm sure Keanu Reeves gets every comic. I hope so. Um, and also, Theodore I would, Logan. I, I also wouldn't call it Tintin necessarily. I'd call it more Philip K. Dick, but we'll get to that later. Sure. Um. So uh, then we get to, you know, after the novelization part, we get to the the James Bond type character, Thomas Cord, sitting in a chair being like interrogated. And it's a really cool like fight scene. He like breaks out and he's like fighting the, the henchman. He's getting the briefcase and he's, he's getting out of there. Reunited with Fanny, who's just a babe on a on a yacht in a bathing suit. And who he immediately decides he's going to fuck. Yeah. I mean, it's James Bond. Like. James no, Bond. literally no. Like just like yeah, we're doing this. Yeah, I walked Bond. onto a, a yacht and I'm gonna just bang this chick that yeah, was there. I was like, Damn, that is yeah. forward. Well, yeah. So, uh, there's also like very strong misogyny <laughs> like, overtones going on here, and it is not a mistake. He's like, I'm yeah. just gonna put it in the first thing I see. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Yeah. Very lucky it happened to be this attractive. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> book is probably limited edition. So yeah, it could have been so, a blunder. So but, he opens uh, up this briefcase that he just almost died for, and it's a copy of uh the 18 Stigmata of philip verve and it's just this like weird pulpy like like novel and he's like what the hell is this like why it must be worth something because it's you know i almost died for it damn book collectors and then he immediately yeah then he immediately forgets about it and bangs the chick tries to bang the chick and then she just shoots him under the chin bang bang that's the title (laughs) of this book oh it happened again (laughs) it's so meta (laughs) oh bangs they sound like gun mace (laughs) I get it now. Uh, I didn't know that before, um, but I'm glad it told me. So then glad we I played that card game. Yep. So, oh yeah, it's it's a good card game. That is uh, a good not game. has have anything to do with this though. Uh, so then we go to Puerto Rico, secret headquarters of MIX. 
I'm assuming it's in my 10. It's it's my I would assume, yeah. It's yeah. Mix. Uh, <laughs> mix. Mixelpix? <laughs> Stirred by Sir Mixelot. Um, so then we oh, see, um, welcome back, Thomas Cord. And it is very clearly not the same person because it is a black gentleman who looks suspiciously like Idris Elba. It looks nothing like the white gentleman from earlier in the book. Who is also named Thomas Cord. Yes. So we clearly have a bit of a James Bond thing going on here, as we know from one the, you know. continuous cord. All the cords. One cord. All the cords and, that are the one cord. And none of them are Blue Beetle. Correct. <laughs> Good. So he's being, de- this, this Thomas Cord is being debriefed on the same book and on um, Philip Verve, who is, uh, you know, a science fiction writer. And uh, basically the official assessment is that he's nuts. And uh, yeah, he might have some insights into Gold Maze, who is the clearly Goldfinger, you know, uh, villains that they have to uh, fight continuously throughout the, the, the James Bond sagas. Um, so he, <laughs> yep. So he goes up to, into like the, the mountains in California, you know, with the sniper rifle to uh, try and find this dude. And uh, meanwhile, like the owls are talking to him. Yeah. This dude seems to be nuts. He's losing it. Like, he's just like, Oh, I'm just, I'm just, I must just be tired. Cause like this owl says, this to just him, became Ocarina of time where this <laughs> owl's like the next thing you have to do. And you're like, can I just skip through this please? And the owl's like, Nope. <laughs> and then you keep just trying to skip through everything he says. And then the last thing he does is he asks you if you want yep. him to repeat it. And it defaults to yes. <laughs> Great game design. I, anyway. Sorry. I, do you have Damn. a personal vendetta against Sakurai? I've been sticking on that one. I hate that yes. game. And <laughs> it's like my big unpopular opinion. That is a hot take. That is a very hot take. We just lost take. a lot of listeners. That's a great, that's a great and game. Everyone just <laughs> shut it off. Except for the fucking owl. No, I mean, I just, all I the just... Majora's Mask fans are still listening. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Uh, Twilight <laughs> Princess was okay. <laughs> all right, you get to be a doggy. And Yay. that's fun. It's just not like... Legend of Zelda? No, I love Legend of Zelda. Okay. Just I not, just didn't like just that garbage on a 64. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to go down this road. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's get back to Goldeneye. Let's talk about Link's entire timeline. <laughs> uh, so so uh, Thomas Cord, you know, breaks into another beautiful woman's room. Uh, just, just, you should really knock, dude. Just like, uh, quit. He is a secret agent. Quit though. ambushing all these women that are barely clothed. Rude. Um. But she poison gasses him no, with like, a, a cigarette somehow? Yeah, she's is, a is, is it a robot? I couldn't tell. No, she, she's legit. She's a robot. Okay. She takes a drag from a cigarette and then exhales for like six panels. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah she's but she a Yeah, she, she, uh, she I just thought she had incredible lungs. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, yeah, and a also, deep drag. Yeah, and also she has a great fur on mouth. I don't know if you guys noticed that part. <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was just weird. Um, just jacked up teeth? Yeah, I honestly couldn't. Like, I thought it was British. Like, she could be Jaws. Yeah, I was just going to say Jaws. Uh, I, I just thought he was a fembot. Jaws, you remember Jaws? I remember Jaws, but that's not who I thought this was. Yeah, um, but no, Jaws she she, she she poison gases him, so clearly she's a, robot. a shark. shark. <laughs> 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 um, but as he's as he's like getting knocked out and like falling on the ground, the um, cat starts. The talking cat starts him? talking. It's like, how long have you been Thomas Cord, agent of MIX? The hell? He's like, what? He's like, uh, was it verse drugs that triggered you, or are you, uh, or are you different than the rest? And it's just like. Uh, LSD trips panels through like all the different people that have all been Thomas Cord. Yeah, what is this chick smoking and where can I get some? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, um, so then it, you know, then it's like he's like he's like yeah, how do you remember the fifties? How do you remember fi- fighting the Russian master spy Professor Niet? And how do you remember Professor Niet? Yeah, yeah, right. There's such good fake Bond villains. Uh, 
Yeah, and how do you know? How do you remember the assassin, the French assassin trio, and their deadly peak during the seventies? Uh, how do you remember partnering with Super Detective Paige Turner in the sixties? Paige Turner. <laughs> yeah, so good. These are like Dick Tracy villains. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Steed and Mrs. Peel. Yeah, but he's 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 rem- he's l- thinking about this for the first time. He's he's a thirty year old man who has memories from the the fifties and sixties. Who's just now realizing that that's weird? I would just been like, "Fools on you!" I don't remember that. <laughs> no, no, I got a bad memory. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Dude, I got a terrible memory. I, I can't remember yesterday." Yep. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but this dude's drugs tore down years of conditioning, years of brainwashing in an instant. Uh, does uh, you don't realize this immediately, but your soul understands it, and like all those text box are like talking at him. Not, yeah. it's not him talking, which is really cool. Um, and then he finds um, uh, Philip Verve, who is, number one, clearly Philip K. Dick. Number two, drawn like Willem Dafoe. I was getting a Rip Torn vibe. Oh, yeah, it could be that, too. It looks, could be that, looks too. Looks like Rip Torn. Well, when they make this movie and it's Idris Elba, I want it to be Willem Dafoe. He looks like the chief from Dead uh, Doom Patrol. He does. He does also look like the chief. Yeah. Not so, in a wheelchair, uh, though. So, uh, what's his face? Uh, T-Dalt. Yeah, yeah, T- <laughs> good old T-Dalt. Which would be perfect for That this. would also be perfect. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, he's, he's explaining to him that he wrote him the, uh, the strike force of other characters to help him out. So then, then you, we, we flip over to a page and it's just like a John Shaw thriller, New Year Evil. And it's like clearly Bruce Willis. Oh yeah. It's so Clearly good. Die Hard. And then there's like, uh, I don't even know what this is I think is it's like Killer say. Quorum or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Killer Quorum, a page turner mystery. And then there's a corporeal takeover, and it's a Doctor Queen adventure. And he's like, he basically he's explaining to him that he wrote all of Thomas Cord's like adventures, and that. And then he pulls out a the Thomas Cord Sweet Death, like sweet, like a hotel suite, oh. sweet, sweet death, mm-hmm. written by Philip Verve. So it's it's a meta on a meta on a meta. It's just like the unwritten. But it's a, for it's, James Bond. There's exactly. also this like robot typewriter that's typing on itself the whole time. And it's I think it's because it's typing the story that's happening right now. Yeah, it's ah. it's typing mm-hmm. the this interaction that is currently Weird. happening. I, I was I was uh, expecting what's actually written on the page is this the sound effects that it's making, like tacky ticky tappy ticky tap. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a, that's an old mad magazine joke. That's dumb. <laughs> that was a that was a, that was dumb. a dumb joke. Yeah. But then the very last page is more of the detective novel that we got in the very first page. So it's it's Fanny uh, being keep, being recruited by all of our comics have novelizations in them. Yeah, now. comics with books in them. Yeah, because I like a good book within a book. I oh, said it last right. week. That's true. I did. And forget. I meant it. I you sure did. I like a good book in a book. So, but this one is all about Fanny being recruited by um, Goldmaze. So I think she's oh, going to come back shit. as the villain. It sounds like she as, is the villain. as the fake villain. Yeah. As the fictional villain within the I got it. factual world. I don't know. I, I, I like it. It's cool. It's meta and weird. And it's. Uh... She's gold, Fanny. <laughs> oh, interesting. I, I like how the, the novelization pages are the inside covers. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was trying to find it. I'm like, where is this? And it's after the. It's the, after the preview. Yeah. After the Mike Allred preview, mm-hmm. which, by the way, X ray robot. Top story. It's gonna be. F- Adam didn't when actually make it past the. Uh, yeah, he, did, the he only picked it up to read the preview of. Yeah, I just bought a whole bunch of Dark Horse comics <laughs> so I can write the read the same preview over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, it was a cool and also the very back back page is the book that he stole. 
It's sure the 18 is. stigmata of Philip Verve. This is really neat. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like, meta on meta on meta. It's like him yeah. with an comic book. Oh, it's octopus. It like also, actually existed meat space. And I, yeah, and I also um if you know anything about Philip K Dick, space. he was he was insane. Like really insane. He thought he was a time traveler and yeah. like uh, alien an abductions and he thought, any, he thought he was like, is there any proof that he's a, not? A, like a like a Roman dude during like the the crucifixion of Christ. Like he was he, well, if he was a time traveler, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So like Is he Doctor Who? So he wrote a bunch of novels about that are autobiographical of his like descent into madness. So I'm wondering if that's gonna come into this. He was also real into mescaline, wasn't he? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh well, Kindred what? Spirits. <laughs> <laughs> All my favorite writers are really into mescaline. Really yeah, just now that the... I think about it. <laughs> Bukowski, Hunter S. Thompson, uh, Burroughs for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Drug of choice. Well, Bur- Burroughs got really into ant powder for a while. It's <laughs> <laughs> a different story. Uh, anyway. Yep. Uh, what you got, Jeez. RJ? Get us out of here, RJ. Uh, <laughs> got Wonder Twins number 12. Oh, God. It's We're not- oh my God. This book. We're not going to get it's out of so here. It's so sad. Oh, oh, what a cheer. <laughs> you monster. I thought it was going to be it. No. It's the end. Do- I don't want Come it, on. I don't want them to leave. Oh, do you know there might be a sequel series? My, I got to deal with normal ass twins now. No wonder. <laughs> I mean, the, the, Dumb the spoiler alert, it ends very open-ended. Uh, we'll all right. So it's by Mark Russell and the art is by Stephen Byrne. If you didn't hear the, the last 12 issues that we talked about, <laughs> the last 11 <laughs> times we talked about it. Yeah. So it opens up with uh, Philo and Polymath uh, in uh, Zan and Jane's apartment um, living there because they don't have anywhere else to go. Because they're homeless. Because he was yeah. a fan of to go. Also wanted oh, yeah, that's- uh, criminals. So uh, they, <laughs> they're like, thanks for letting us stay here. So you, <laughs> like, uh, now home is destroyed. So I don't know where to go. Um, so, uh, Jan and Zayn are, like, just, really just, they're sad, and then they, they go to school, and, uh, everything is depressing, um, uh, Jane is doing the, like, the morning announcements over the, the PA system, and it's, um, the, the library has to close down on Thursdays, <laughs> and, uh, the, the teacher, the Teacher who won like Teacher of the Year award. It's like he won a nice uh, uh, sticker that he can put on his car while he drives for Uber. I like this, the Cynicism Club. Yeah, the uh, Cynicism Club. Jesus Christ! And it's like there may be snacks, but probably not. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, so yeah, she's she's getting real down. And then, um, and then they're, they're talking about the, the Hall of Justice as a, they go in to meet the Justice League, and they, they kind of, like, wish that they could explain the situation to them. Uh, and uh, Superman's there, and he's real upset that uh, they broke um, Philomath out of the Phantom Zone. Uh, yeah, it gets sore when people mess around with the Phantom Zone. Yeah. He I doesn't can't. like when people break rules, apparently. Oh, that too. Yeah, and he, yeah. like, because they, Narc. and then they also, like, helped right. the, Yeah, what a cop. They helped the criminal. <laughs> um, He's so, like, and you stole, and they were like, from Lex Luthor. 
<laughs> and it's like it's come to our attention that you've been spending your free time on unauthorized activities and it's like or is this otherwise known living <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and then what was it uh I was like, yeah, fine, then sit there in your knitting circle arguing about rules. Zan and I will fix this planet on our own. It's like, I, and then Hawkman's like, I like knitting. <laughs> there's That's a lot, canon. There's a lot of little jokes in this that I love. It's great. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so they kind of, they're arguing with Superman, and um, it's like, yeah, we broke rules in, in order in doing so, we saved the world. And Superman's like, that's not your job. And he's like, no, it's yours. It's like, oh, damn. Sick burn. Got him. So <laughs> they, they leave, and uh, they, uh, it cuts to Luther, who's talking to, uh, what's her name? Cell phone? Uh, Cell phone something. Yeah. Cell phone Susan. Love I don't it. know. I'm just guessing. I forget. We'll get. They say it later, though. Yeah, they do. Barbecue Becky. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Cookout Clara. No, she wasn't a white woman that got caught on video being mean to being racist. So from so there it is. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> they're talking. Close. Lex, I knew it was like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a similar vibe. <laughs> Lex Luthor's talking to her and. Uh, she's she wants her cell phone back because it's like the only thing she has. And Luther's like, "All right, don't worry, we'll we'll help you get it back. Uh, I'll hire someone." And it's like, "Who you got in mind?" It's like like the ringmaster. It's like who is this a circus themed villain? <laughs> and then uh, perfect. The ringmaster. And then the supervisor, which is she's got great management skills. Yeah, she's the supervisor of the jail that the scrambler is currently in. <laughs> yeah. And she's making all the prisoners sell electronics, like air fresheners yeah, they're over like, phone. They're like Glade plugins. Yeah. And the whole time he's like, Look, I assure you our Glade plugin didn't cause your power to go out. <laughs> and then so uh Sylvia and the manager and the ringmaster all show up on uh this uh, bridge with Zan and Jaina, and they, they they ring them. And he's just got the same powers as the Ringer from Marvel, which is like one of my favorite villains. He's so great. You're just making this up now. The Ringer? Yeah, I don't no. believe you. I don't believe you. He has ring themed ladders, <laughs> similar to Ring Man in the in the Mega Man series. Yeah. Like, what is his deal? He just gives, rings. He uh, helps Sonic out a lot. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> uh, get me out of here. <laughs> so uh, the ringmaster like starts attacking Gleek because Gleek is trying to help him get free, and he realizes that it's the guy that held him prisoner for so long. Oh and, no! Like, tortured him. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> he starts attacking ringmaster, and then uh, he, and then Sylvia uh tasers Gleek, and uh. Then, uh, but they get help from the uh, supervisor, who's actually just the scrambler, actually. Oh, because he scrambled. Yeah. Yeah. And her outfit good. changed colors to scrambler's orange. Beautiful. Um, I like it. Beautiful. So she helps him out, and then they turn into a puddle on a pug. <laughs> and I was like, it's the first thing I thought of. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's so cute. Adorable. <laughs> Why are there so many cute animals and this then week? She, so she goes to the bag, and she gets out the cell phone, and she she puts them into the Phantom Zone as a pug. 
Oh, damn. <laughs> Could she not change back when she's in the Phantom Zone? She just stuck as a pug from now on? No, no, no. Uh, the pug puts the oh, villains the into the Phantom Zone. Yeah, the, 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 as a pug, she holds up the cell phone, which then sucks them into the Phantom yeah. Zone. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then they're having, they're like having lunch now with the Scrambler, and they're, uh, they're talking to him about like how he got free, and he took one of the, the air fresheners that he like stuck in the uh, electrical outlet and it short circuited the prison. Yeah, it caused the power to go out. <laughs> yeah, and his uh, his like power dampening uh, neck brace. Uh, Once again with the on. power dampeners. I feel like every comic book with superheroes right now has power dampeners. It's a dosex machina. It's a really yeah, it's super easy effective. way to just It's a say, plot device. Yeah it's, yeah. yeah, it's the plot device. Yeah. Just like, ah! Uh, uh, power dampeners. Power dampeners. So yeah. hot right now. I mean, especially because X-Men have a friggin... A literal utopia. How are you going to fight a utopia? Power dampeners. What or else are you going to do? Just let them play baseball. <laughs> no, man. Racists are going to be racist. Yeah, I guess. So, I yeah, they, they're talking to him and they're like, we're not, just so you know, the, the computer that was going to scramble everyone is gone and uh, Polly isn't going to help you anymore. It's like, that's just as well as I've come to realize the only changes of mind that stick are the ones we choose for ourselves. So, let's kind of leave them. And yeah, I guess we'll just let you a villain in someone else's body. <laughs> a just... villain in a different villain's body. Yeah. Because now he's in the ringmaster's body, right? He like switched. Yeah, with... he's in the ringmaster's body, but yeah. his original body's in prison. And then, as someone else. As the as, yeah. as the supervisor who was also a villain. Yeah. Right. And then so, really... the supervisor's body's in the Phantom Zone. So yeah. no one's getting their body back. <laughs> <laughs> and the ringmaster's in the supervisor's body. Yes. Because he's yes. cause he, cause he yes. scrambled. Yeah. Yeah. This has to eventually start to degrade, right? Whoa, like, what? It's like making a Xerox of a Xerox of a Xerox. <laughs> you just keep scrambling. He's just like, I don't know who I am I'm anymore. I'm too scrambled. <laughs> you just got scrambled eggs at that point. You just got scrambled. That's, is that his catch? Is that his... No, but his, uh, okay. his, <laughs> no. his no. outfit is an egg. Of course it is. Yeah, his logo is an egg. I, I, I still like the egg. idea of him having like a, a staff with a little egg beater on the top. Oh, I love it. That Terrible. would be great. Then he would just be the beater. <laughs> Phrasing. Beat <Boom>, something. <laughs> anyway. So they, they hey. head back to the, the Hall of Justice. And, and, the, and the Justice League is there with uh, Polly and Philo and Math. And uh, they're like, oh, no, you found them. And Batman, how did, you, how did the world's greatest detective figure out that your best friend was hiding in your apartment? Is that your question? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I really salute this one. <laughs> I love how he's like, I'm the best detective. It's like... I mean, he is. Yeah, but... It you don't got to say it every single time. Yeah, especially when it was an easy thing to do. Yeah. Like, when you're on top, you don't have to keep reminding everyone. Like, yeah. yeah, but it's Batman. Be so cool, he's Batman. He's gonna. Yeah. yeah. Don't but, be a dick. But then, yeah, there's some, uh, uh, It was like... Jaina's just kind of like, no... We, you know they're not bad people and it's like i know recent events have made it clear that there are threats that cannot be solved with strength problems are against which our powers are useless and then he, goes, he gives a superman speech and it's like the truth is all power comes with blind spots and nothing undermines strength through the inability to admit weakness and we can't protect the world if we don't listen to those who can solve the problems we don't understand so then they then superman Aww. uh reveals that like he started he's starting this uh new department called asterisk which is assessing strategic threats requiring innovative skills and knowledge asterisk so it's like all the things that superpowers can't punch oh that's nice and, and their building is a little asterisk yeah <laughs> that's nice. and they're gonna put uh they're gonna put 
Zan and Jane in charge. Oh, nice. yeah. that's so nice. Yeah, the building shaped like a butthole. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, is that when a When he butt? said asterisk, asterisk, that was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> like, it's a butt. It's it looks like a butthole. Butt. <laughs> looks like a butthole. They Such keep a, not getting Vonnegut it. That joke. Like, <laughs> I can't ever get away from that now. Yep. See? And, and you're making fun of me for laughing Superman, at money shot. Superman continues, and he's like, the fate, the, same of, thing. the fate of this world hangs upon a single choice, whether we're going to put as many minds as possible to work solving its problems or creating them. I know this planet has a history of doubling down on its mistakes, but the strange thing is the more you despair of the human race, the more actual people mean to you. And you start to realize that we are not only the products of what we've lost, but also what we've found. And then uh, he kind of, he's like, kind of, we, sorry, we messed up. I hope you can forgive us. Aww. Yeah, here's a building. <laughs> here, here's, <laughs> here's a pentagon. I'm sorry. Here you go. <laughs> and then it cuts to, cuts to asterisk up and running one year later. And Supercomputer is there. And Supercomputer finally has a job. And Supercomputer wants to play jazz, and uh, Philomath won't let him. Aww. <laughs> Poor Supercomputer. Yeah, it's like everything he asks the Supercomputer to do is like, yeah, sure, but in the meantime, do you want me to play some jazz for you? It's like, ah, <laughs> uh, no. I love Not Supercomputer. Really. Supercomputer saved the world. It deserves more respect. Deserves to play jazz. Let its heart out. And the, we... Do you like jazz? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we, we end on... um B-movie action in there. <laughs> we, uh, we end on... Uh, um, Jaina going, hey, Zan, there's something I've been meaning to ask you. Do you ever resent it? Resent what? You know not being able to use your powers without me. No way. Are you sure? All that means is that I'll never be alone. It's like, you're not, sis. You're stuck with me. And Aww. I was like, oh, it's so heartwarming. It is very heartwarming. I don't want it to be over. So then we get a 12-issue maxi series of Asterix? <laughs> I hope. Yeah. No, I, that's, that's what I'm hoping this, this goes into. I mean, I would want that more than... Anything else in the world? <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. DC Comics, if you're listening. Yeah. Don't break my heart. That's so, so sweet. I love the, like, they, nice. they do really good, like, little wrap-ups, little monologues, and the, the Superman ones are beautiful. Mm, it's so good. It, it, like, I, as cynical as I am, but that, that just gave me, like, a warm, fuzzy feeling. Like, that, that Superman speech. It was really good. Yeah. I like it. It's cute. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Less I'm going to bring everyone down God with damn it. Marauders number 8. <laughs> I had I had can't bring me down. I'm perpetually sad. 3 whole seconds of being hopeful about them. <laughs> so this is uh, Marauders number 8 by Jerry Duggan and snuffed out the McDonald's Stefano. candle of hope. Nice. <laughs> Marauders <laughs> This is Marauders number 8 by Jerry Duggan and Stefano Casilli? I really wanted to interrupt you again. <laughs> Did I would have flipped this I know table. <laughs> I was like, all right, my patience, run it thin. <laughs> I'll never interrupt you, Adam. Anyway, moving on. All right. So we start out with um, Emma Frost on Mars giving a bunch of uh, young mutants a tour and, you know, teaching. She gets to teach again. Makes me yeah. so happy. She's doing what she wants to do. Yeah. Like, this is why she signed on. on Utopia. This. Yeah, the kids. For the children. It's all about the kiddos. One more time for the children. Yeah. Wu-Tang is for the children. Wu-Tang is for the children. If the, if the kids have taste, they, <laughs> Wu-Tang is for the kids. <laughs> it's a different... That's a different podcast. That's a different book different with samurais and shit in it. <laughs> yeah. My podcast, Wu-Tang for Kids. <laughs> so uh, she gets interrupted with a, uh, a brain signal, I guess you would call it, from Bishop. Yeah. Who's just been... Sc- 
screaming telepathically for anyone yeah, to be he able puts to hear. It, like he's like been screaming with his brain for someone to hear him, yeah. which is like that's a weird the, way to put that. The only weird. reason it got as far as Mars is because the cuckoos are just this antenna for Emma right now. Yeah, which which is very convenient. That is very convenient. Glad that worked out. So. Bishop's like, all right, uh, spoiler alert, I'm about to give you my eyeballs for a second, and you're not going to like it, and it's just Kate floating hmm. lifelessly in the ocean. I'm sad. And she just falls apart. Yeah, she crumbles. Yeah, it's not great. It is not great. And she, she sends out a, a, a telepathic message, to me, my marauders. Mm, I like that. I do like that. That's good. That's nice. Yeah, I like the to me. <laughs> thing um so she assembles the marauders uh bobby shows up first just being bobby and all like <laughs> she's like can you stop being bobby for a second i have bad news yeah she's like i got some bad news for you and then he gets very serious dude he goes crazy yeah so um we cut back to bishop on board this boat he's um they're they're zipping Kate up in a body bag, and he takes a little piece of whatever was wrapped around her legs and sticks it in one of his many pouches. He's gonna sleuth it. Yeah, he's, he's gonna be so a cop about it. Good thing he has so many pouches. Yeah. <laughs> they're for clues. Yeah, there is there is clue cl- clue pouches. <laughs> Gotta have your clues separate. You don't want to cross contaminate the clues. That's where he hides his raging clues. <laughs> <laughs> a clue. <laughs> so um, yeah. So then he's spotted. Um, all the bad guys, uh, try to get him. He throws Kate's body over his shoulder and then all of a sudden shit starts to get real goddamn cold. (laughs) (laughs) It is frosty. Yeah. Um, Bobby just. I forget he's an Omega level mutant. Oh yeah, dude. He's until he just rips it out. He's He's the most powerful mutant pound for pound. (sighs) Yeah. Um, Because of Emma, as RJ pointed out earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Which I also pointed out earlier, that was one of the first X-Men books I ever bought. That's nice. Full circle. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, uh, Bobby lays some serious hurt on these guys. Um, he, he has to remind himself that uh, there's no killing humans, but he can just shatter their hands with extreme cold. Yeah, he and, can give them all the worst case of frostbite they've ever had. Yeah, like these guys aren't going to be henchmen anymore. I mean, they're going to get some workman's comp out of it. Well, he's no longer making it. He broke off some of their trigger fingers. He broke off some of their entire arms. You think yeah. these guys get hazard pay? Uh, they're henchmen. I don't think they're, they're not union. Probably. Well, they should be. Yeah, no, you'd be a good guy if you were union. There's got to be a henchman union. I mean, no they're probably going to call Affleck after this. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope so. Call, <laughs> call OSHA, really. Gonna, yeah, right? No, they're going to call Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love this line that, that Bobby has, because uh, he says, Frostbite never quite heals. When you're cold, you will carry this pain. Let it be a constant reminder. Oh, my God. Yeah, he says, never to take up arms against us. However you feel you've been mistreated today, then you know where I live. Come and find me if you don't like it. Yeah. He don't give up. Uh, <laughs> don't at me, bro. Yeah. Or do. I'll yeah. freeze you to death. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I love that he just froze the entire submarine. And also they hit an iceberg. Oh, yeah. That was the other thing. They hit an iceberg. He's like, did yeah. we just hit something? He's like, brace for impact. Continued impact. Yeah. And they're like, we're in the Pacific Ocean. How did we hit an iceberg? Yep. Fuck. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So then Aurora shows up. She's not too happy. She seems upset. They, uh, uh, Aurora and Emma have a moment. 
Well, first she slaps the shit out of her, and then they have a heart-to-heart, which is a beautiful moment. They do have this really beautiful heart-to-heart where um, Emma's like, I want to give you a gift. I want you to feel how you made my heart swell when you reintroduce Cyclops after the assault on Okris. Yeah. That's... I mean, like, that's... It's kind of beautiful that, like, a telepath can, like, give you a feeling. It's like, this is how I felt, and this is how you made me feel. I want to give you that hope right now, because we we need hope right now. She could give me that feeling of uh, rapping principal photography. Yeah, all the time. You can just always feel like that. Can you imagine? No. (laughs) No, I cannot. (laughs) It's called serotonin. I don't know what it is. I can't, because if Emma gives me anything, I'll die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you'll just explode. Yeah. You'll just have a serotonin overload. <laughs> yeah. So then we, we cut back to the Hellfire Club. Um the the red the red dudes. Like, what what black. are they called? No, the black dudes. No, he's the black king. Uh, they're the black, black king. king. Yeah. yeah. They're all like, Oh, Kate. everything the went according to Kate is the red queen. That's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is yeah. They're all like everything went according to plan. They're eating nice steaks off of nice china. And uh um, being all evil villainy. Yep, and they yeah. recruited Fenris. Yeah. A what's, wolf? Uh, what's black and white and red all over the Hellfire Trading Company? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's their... Uh... <laughs> Arja, how long have you been sitting on that one? <laughs> I just thought of it. <laughs> now I want Marvel to hire me. But yeah. we, have, we have this nice little epilogue where um, this, this Asian couple has uh, Lockheed, and um, they're... He's just been eating them out of house and home. Lockheed Hungy. Yeah. So Lo- Lockheed is alive, which is a nice little It's so nice. We got, we got a little uplift this. after this. Pretty yeah, we sad need issue. you need to bring it back up a little bit after. Yeah. It's not all the worst thing in the world. But as I've been saying, she's not gonna stay dead. No. She's but, the main character of Marauder. She's not gonna stay dead for very long. I really loved this moment with uh with Storm and Emma. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a, it was awesome. Yeah. This is a really good issue. Just in time for Storm to Go missing or whatever is happening to her next week. Giant size, giant X-Men. size X Men oh, is yeah. Jean Grey and Emma Frost saving Storm from something. Yeah, neat. Next week, that feels like a top story. Oh yeah, that'll be a top yeah. story. It's a one shot. It's it even giant. Story? So giant, giant size could be two times. It'll be the whole episode. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna buy like ten copies of it. So. Easily. Oh yeah. Gotta get You've all got those that. covers. <laughs> gotta catch them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta catch them all, itis. <laughs> oh, boy. So that's a... Uh... Top picks. That's top picks. I feel like we should do New Mutants first, because... There's a lot. Jimmy Olsen, I feel like if we try to do that first, we won't be able yeah, to talk Jesus about Christ, New Mutants. Jesus Christ, Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> it was a... This is going to be a three-hour episode. <laughs> I think we can roll through New Mutants pretty quick. Well, I mean, New Mutants rolls through itself real quick. Right. I feel like we could all learn a little bit about how Bobby does the uh, the breakdown in the beginning here. Yeah, this yeah is, so he does our job better than we do. As Adam and I, oh, yeah. we were all talking about before, the first four pages are a breakdown <laughs> of an issue. It's like a, a recap of an issue of New Mutants that um doesn't exist. Yeah. And I thought legitimately until they, like, because right after that, they kind of do the fourth wall thing and they're like no no there's two stories going on in new mutants and blah 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 because <laughs> until they revealed that i was like how the fuck did i miss an issue like we've been talking about this yeah, book every I, time I, it comes out i mentioned this last week how yeah. i was like i'm always in a state of feeling like i've missed an issue of x-men so this was just par for the course for me so you're just fine yeah, you're just yeah. Like, All right, i was whatever. like i must have missed something i'll go back and read it and then they got me they yeah they got me i good. however am a diligent 
ex-reader and I knew what the joke was when I started. And I was like, oh, look, he's recapping an issue that didn't happen. That's funny. Well, so, aren't you special? Yeah. So I I'm guess pretty to, good at my job. I guess so to <laughs> recap what actually happens to our heroes after the ship blew up, Ileana saved them uh, and they were still mad about getting blown up. Um, but then they still get captured by the le- rest left the rest death, of the death, death commandos. Death commandos. Yeah. Um, but then Deathbird comes in and eventually saves death, them. Death kisses Bobby, punches him, kisses him again. But then we find out that it turns out she actually punched him, kissed him, punched him. Yeah. Two punches. So and Bobby, a kiss. you know, just you know, exaggerating. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So eventually, Deathbird saves them all, and then they get the uh, death. They steal the Death Commando ship. Yes, and they rename do. it Deathbird, which because is awesome. Because he's named like, after Deathbird. <laughs> yeah. I want to know how they painted that big X on it in They're space. X-Men? Yeah, somebody. It, but in space, somebody can breathe in space. No one can Ileana hear you breathe in space. space. You know, how does paint work in space? <laughs> They're X Men. It just it's part for the course. They just have it locked and loaded. Dude, <laughs> it, it wouldn't. I don't think. Well, no, because it's yeah, liquids in in zero gravity. It's a weird thing. Yeah. So and then it cuts to Bobby and you're right. Um, yeah, you're 100 percent right. <laughs> <laughs> it talks to cuts to Bobby and Danny talking and basically Danny explaining that there are other stories in New Mutants, which He's I like, believe. Yeah, no, it was like five, six, and seven. This is number eight, and she's like, no, six and seven yeah. were were the kids on Earth. Yeah. It's like she basically says the Grant Morrison X Men. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "What the fuck?" This, this is issue seven. <laughs> he's oh, basically sorry. saying, "Like, oh. <laughs> you're yeah, the not last good panel. at your job." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you suck. I set myself up for that. Yeah, the last panel is like, "Are you telling me there's new mutant stories that I'm not part of?" What the fuck? And then like the title page is, "What the fuck, indeed?" Sorry, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I mean, like, I'm kind of sick of fourth fourth wall breaking with like you know Deadpool and shit. This was a good way. to This do is it. a very yeah, good this way. Was fun. I love Funny Hickman. Funny Hickman is well, yeah. like it, it speaks to I think kind of the feeling like adam's talking about with x-men for years like you feel like you forgot shit and like they kind of played into that so it was it was a fun thing for them to do they got you so we come back to shiar space council place where uh i guess i don't know what's happening here um basically they the 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 super guardian is that her name yeah super guardian and the was, princess yeah. was the one. Yeah, the princess is talking to Gladiator and Super Guardian. Super Guardian was the one who oh, who those, set like, up um the the coup to murder Deathbird. Yeah. So she's trying to play it cool, like she didn't do that. And Gladiator's like, no, she's the Deathbird's going to be here, and it's all going to be fine, and like she's going to be your council, and everything's going to be great. And they show up, and and uh, oh wait, no, it's we. Yeah, they land. They're landing, and then they basically um. <laughs> can't remember her, the wolf what's her name wolfsbane wolfsbane is like talking to this gaseous uh death commando that's just in a globe it's the ball it's of the ball of gas, gas. It for some reason that's, yeah. i don't it's funny it's weird it's yeah. a weird thing to do but it's a funny thing to do so yeah there's like a bit of interaction you like the marble <laughs> it's satisfying yeah, she just is like i'm a wolf she licks it and then she runs away and she goes oh boring bye, bye. yeah she just licks it and yeah, then like eventually, a big marble. Eventually, they threaten to turn the gas thing into a solid. He's like, "No, I'll tell you anything." <laughs> so, so he tells them the the plot uh, to you know who hired them to kill Death. Yeah, so they know the whole thing. So they know they're about to get ambushed. Basically, yeah, it was Lilith. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it's so, just jack o' lantern yeah. in there. So then Deathbird shows up and just straight up just throws a spear at the traitor. And Gladiator wasn't too, isn't too happy about that. And oh, and then Bobby like gra- like Gladiator throws it back and Bobby like snatches it before he can hit Deathbird and like snaps it. And she's like, "That was my that was my favorite spear." And he's like, "Yeah, you're right. After I did it, I realized that was the bad. That was a, that was not a good move." 
He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I got the math wrong on that yeah. one. <laughs> I love Bobby he's in this. Gross. He's, he's so really good. great. He's so good. Uh, then it cuts to just three panels that says fight, fight, fight. And then they give us a little dice game to figure out who wins the fight. Yes. And we're going to do it now. Uh, we're going to do a condensed version because this one requires like 20 roll of die. And we're not going to we're not going to do that. Um, so you be blue. I'll be orange. And we're going to roll to see. Um, the we're first gonna do... round, you just need one. So we're going to do two at a time, right? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, right? we'll do Mirage. And... So it's Mirage and Smasher versus Manta and Earthquake. All right. So well, I, I should, we should probably get the rules out here. We got it. So normally this fight would, go, would have gone on for 17 glorious pages. Women and men would have been triumphed. Male and female aliens would have fallen. Maybe vice versa. Maybe not. But now the only way to tell is... To get out of paradise. So basically, we're Let's gonna just we're gonna roll. Uh, Case will be the mutant side. I'll be the guardian yeah, side. Yeah. So the way that you would typically play it is roll one die uh, each to choose a combatant from one side, and then uh, roll for damage of each character. Basically, roll to see who whoever has the higher damage wins. Yeah. I, I mean, you keep rolling until one side loses. Oh, so we're we're going to we're skip just gonna, the... we're just gonna match right up. Yeah, we're just go gonna right match up one to one mutants and, and, and guardians. And then we're gonna we're just rolling for damage. So we're just gonna do two at a time, just so just because we don't know yeah, to roll the dice twenty times. Yeah. All right. Uh. So. Yeah. Do you want to do one at a time at first? Yeah. Just okay. do one at a time. All right. So this is uh Mirage versus Manta. Yep. I'm mutants. You guardians. Yep. Oh. Mm, Manta wins, baby. Yep. Guardians. Suck it. All right. <laughs> and then Smasher versus, versus Earthquake. Earthquake. Damn. All right, so mutants. mutants tied up. Oh. oh, six baby guardians. Uh, that's this was Mondo, Mondo versus Quasar. Quasar. Well, that's a, that's a, that goes to Quasar easy. Yeah, come on, Yeah, come, come on. on. All right, and this is Chamber versus Starbolt. Yep. <laughs> tie. Oh, it's a tie. Yeah, so he doesn't say a tie. They both die. They both of them are the same. Both characters yeah. are eliminated. Oh, yeah, they're gone. So that's a that's breaks a, even. That's a break. It's a wash. All right, so this one is. Well, stop rolling before I say the names. Dude, it doesn't matter. It does. <laughs> All right, fine. Also, that was a six, so don't do it. Wolfsbane and Flashfire. All right, ready? Ah, no. Get on my level. Guardians. Karma versus Hussar. Nope. Hussar. I, why mm. do I have such bad luck? All right, the Guardians won. Guardians won round one. All right, round one. Round keep... two is Mutants versus Guardians. It's uh, First one is... These are, these are like the heavy hitters. Do you want to switch or do you want to keep the same teams? No, I keep the same team because okay. then if I lose again, so round two is the eliminated team is then allowed to introduce their final three players on the initial roll. Since it's only three characters, it's like one or four means you get character one, two uh, or yeah. five. So we're just gonna do yeah. same same kind of matchup thing, but they yeah. each have two dice now. Yeah, but uh, play until one team is again eliminated. If the winning team lost the first round, then losing team uh, can use their final three players. And again, play again. Yeah, but I pretty much eliminated you by winning four out of the yeah, six. Yeah, you won. So you I won definitely hard. won that round. <laughs> you definitely won that round. <laughs> All, All right, right so it. this is Cannonball versus Mentor. All right, so I got 10. I got four. Nice. Cannonball, killing it. All right, this is Sunspot versus Oracle. 12. Oh, I got four. Boom. Guardians. Damn, what, where did you get these dice? <laughs> Brave New Worlds. Yeah, Brave New Worlds. Get the blue ones from Brave New right, Worlds, magic, not the orange ones. Yeah, real showdown. Magic Gladiator. Here Ooh. we go. Rolled off. Seven. Oh, seven. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a, all right. So let's do it again. Craps. So it actually wins. <laughs> yeah, this will be. Oh, this is down to the wire. This is intense. Ah. I won. Damn it. You get to. You get so to... round two. I won round two. You have to. Yeah. Oh, death bird. Yeah, you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. The winner has to shout death bird. At the top of their lungs. I didn't do quite at the top of their lungs because uh, Rachel will probably be mad about that. Yeah. We'll get to you say. Know, it would blow up my equipment. <laughs> <laughs> 
was we did do the full game, but uh, yeah, I feel I feel like we did this all wrong. But no, we did. We that was a condensed version because yeah. it would take forever to eliminate yeah. everybody and then actually... add three to the one that was uh, exactly. Yeah, we no. pretty much just did uh, two rounds. We yeah, t- this pretty much like... just rolled some dice. We, we yeah. really yeah. No, we didn't follow these rules at all. <laughs> it was... It's like it's like playing Scrabble just to come up with the words and not actually paying attention to what the the point system is. I, I once played a game of Scrabble where it was all made up rules made up words and the rules were you had to be able to come up with a definition of the word you came up with that's so much more fun than regular scrabble the end the the final like the winning word yeah well the result of the game just looked like pure insanity (laughs) it looked like we were all just like like someone walked in the room was like what the hell happened on this scrabble board (laughs) world war three is scrabble these are all perfectly cromulent words (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's great so then we we go back to like you know the plot and it's uh it's basically uh yeah i forget how how they resolve it deathbird and and uh the queen the the print the queen basically is just like uh all right everyone explain yourself and gladiators like don't just walk in and kill people then Deathbird's like, uh, they tried to kill us, and Collider's like, oh, uh, sh- did you? That, it's like, actually, yeah. yeah, 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 we, yeah, we did. But then the the princess was like, or is like, all right, you're gonna still be here. Your punishment is to guard me, basically. Yeah, your punishment is to just keep your regular job. Yeah. I didn't get that at all. I didn't. They're like, this is fair. I'm like, okay, fine. And it just kind of gets resolved. And they cut to uh, Sam. And Mondo's like, can I just go home? Can I plant yeah. this? Yeah, can I just flower? put this on the ground somewhere, please? <laughs> And then they go to like Sam and uh, Izzy's a uh, place, and it's just like a. They're just like having a nice. Everyone's there, just mingling, having a nice little party. Yeah, like all the X Men are there, just having a having a get together. Uh, so then Sam lets you know tells uh, Sunspot that he's gonna end up staying because that's you know where they're they live. And Bobby is just like so upset about it. He's like, "This is getting the band back together. Like, why you're supposed to come back?" <laughs> I like how uh, Danny's like. You mean the new mutants? He's like, no, me and Sam. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care about everybody else. Uh, then Cyclops and Gladiator kind of have a chat, and Cyclops asks him to plant a uh, Krakoan gate on um, Chandelor, which I guess is their home planet. I well, believe. it's like it's like a floating island floating, around yeah. there, so it's like a pretty like oasis. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, he's like, you know, I'm I'm not immune to beauty. I understand why you would want to do that. Then Wolfsbane um, licks another licks ball, another orb. orb of some sort, um, and runs out into the portal. I don't know what's going on with her this issue. <laughs> yeah, it's very odd, but it's okay. It's a weird one. Um, and then it kind of touched to Sam and Bobby talking again. Just um, and Bobby decides to stay in space. Because he buys the building. Yeah, but he buys, he the, buys whole the building. building. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, he's like, he's like, I want to live with you, Sam. He's like, yeah, uh, that's not going to work out. He's cause... like, yeah, cool. That's fine. I bought the building. Yeah. He's like, well, you know, I bought the building. The rent's going to go up. And that is the friends and family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Toast Smasher. That's the friends and, then, and family. And then Sam has like a. But he bought the building because it was the closest building for sale near the, the um, palace. The palace. Where going to live. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like you did this. Deathbird? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Maybe kind of partially for. And him. he's like, I'm in, I'm in love. How many times you've been in love? Twelve. <laughs> twelve. Eleven. Twelve. Definitely twelve. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. He also says like, uh, counting myself. Yeah, counting my, myself doesn't count. <laughs> no. Yeah, then they have like a, you know, like we're gonna be bros and we'll hang out here on uh, in, space bros. And she, yeah, we're gonna be space bros, pretty much. Yep. And we're, then, gonna, we're gonna fucking rock this out. Yep. And then all the other new mutants go back Earth. So this is the last space new mutants issue. Well, we are no longer in Shi'ar space. For now. 
there's more New Mutants issues, but it's all the the kids. It's until, all the, it's all the Grant Morrison until characters. the Sam and Bobby uh, space adventure. True, 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 true. I just realized there's a little BoJack Horseman on the cover. BoJack Norseman. <gasps> there is. Is it BoJack Norseman or BoJack? No, Horseman? it's actually a BoJack Horseman. It's just yeah, a, like, it's a human with a horse head. There's a the, there's like this crowd shot oh, yeah, on the cover, the and there's weird. the the space lawyer chameleon guy, but then on the other side of them, there's just a little BoJack. That's fantastic. That's so much fun. Good catch. Yeah. Now I'm just like scanning the crowd. There's nothing else fun. No, there's really nothing else. Yeah. That's like, it. I don't know why he's there. Because <laughs> uh, it looks like it's a party. Having a party. Yeah, he's came to party. Yeah, he just crashed a debutant party. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah this, this was a really this, fun This appears issue. to be the end of the um, Bill Sinkovich, Chris, Chris Claremont, New Mutants era of X-Men, New Mutants. Like, yeah. like though that team is done at least temporarily. I love Bill Sinkovich. And they're going to kind of oh go God, back to it. the older, the other team that they were talking yeah, about. Yeah, the younger kids. The, the Grant Morrison kids. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Yep. It's fun. That's exciting. Fun. This, is a, this is a fun book. Also, thanks for um, a sporting game of that fake game that we totally butchered. That we maybe won or didn't. Well, we just didn't get play all the way through. We talked. We just wanted to get that little clackety-clack yeah, sound fun. on the <laughs> show. Clackety-clack. We yeah, we're ASMR to, now. We didn't want to participate. Yeah, we wanted to be part of the game that he designed for us. Thanks, Jonathan Hickman. Yeah, I know did, you're listening. We did the lightning round. <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. Yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. Now we get to talk about a book that makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah, this is perfect, perfectly normal, and there's a plot to it and everything. I'm um, two issues behind on this, and I don't think it would have mattered. It does not matter. Literally at would all. not have mattered does at not all. Matter. Jimmy Olsen, number eight, by Matt Fraction and Steve Lieber. Holy shit. So it opens up with. A spit take. Jimmy Olsen? Such a great spit take. No, this Jimmy Olsen's older brother. This is Jimmy Olsen's older brother reading the they newspaper. Julian Olsen. Seeing and seeing that there's four... The the reign of the subpar men? Yeah, so there's four <laughs> other... horrors of vacuum. Four other Nature Jimmy Olsen's. quadruple of horrors of vacuum of Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. <laughs> the wordplay in this issue is so There's so fun. much good wordplay. My Olsen, my Olsen, my Olsen, and me. <laughs> so, yeah, so the first one is a cyborg monster Olsen foils robbery. Uh, so it's a, it's a Terminator Olsen. Yeah, he's um, obsessed with Instagram. He's yeah. Like, he did it for the grams. Yeah. He did it for the... Uh, Thank you for your engagement and impressions. <laughs> I think this cyborg monster Olsen foils robbery for the Grams monstrous scientific mistake utters. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I think this was my favorite one. Uh, then the next one is Steeler Stilled by Steel Olsen. <laughs> and Shiny approximation of late man-child prevents theft. And it's just a steel statue. And then it's like free. <laughs> the the, the, the criminal Steely Thieverman. <laughs> <laughs> and then... The kids, there's a bunch of kids also, that it's like, wheel it, him away. It's, it started, so each each one is like the, the newspaper kind of cut off. Yeah. So the beginning of the article is, an experimental zero emission car powered by wishes and unicorn tears raced towards it. And it's just crashed. It's also just a statue of Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, it's Olsen? just a statue. That, yeah, kids just put him on a hand truck and yeah. wheel him away. <laughs> it's just a statue, Jimmy Olsen. And then the uh, next one is the totally radical extreme Olsen replacement verbs noun. <laughs> Only 90s kids will get this, says facsimile. Verbs noun. He just goes verbs noun, and then the, the headline is done. Stop, thief. Uh, he verbed the noun. Look, stop, thief. He's wearing a shirt that says, Whoop, there it is, and it's an arrow pointing down yep. at his crotch. Uh, and it's like the woman's like, so he stops like a, a 
robbery and it's like how could i ever thank you promise you'll always stay radical and relevant and relevant <laughs> he's throwing cds yeah then yeah. it cuts to olsen-esque supermodel working rope line at night spot oons <laughs> <laughs> strong and silent this guy's apparently a whole thing now this is a bunch of girls taking selfies with him and it's just two kids in a jimmy olsen suit and it's the same kids that were wheeled away the steel olsen earlier holy shit i didn't realize yeah that. So he's got like a whole crew. <laughs> I love Wait, that he's the fans from later. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I love that he's. I didn't catch that. I like how jimply cheekbones. Jimply cheekbones. Gimply, yeah. Gimply. It's like, oh, what a jerk. Who does jimply cheekbones thinks he is? In the background, it's literally two kids getting out of a skin suit. <laughs> <laughs> then it cuts to uh, Superman pal Olsen. Uh, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen's official fan club. Yeah, and then it, it, you see the uh, the steel Jimmy Olsen, the uh, the suit. Uh, the um, the totally radical Olsen. So, you, but then they get a um, a cease and desist letter, basically, for like eminent domain from his older brother. <laughs> his older brother's just like, I own this building now. Get yeah, out. it's like it's, so they'll stop like <laughs> making fake Jimmy Olsens, I guess, <laughs> for some reason. And for some reason, the porcadillo. I don't. Un- could someone explain to me nope. what the hell this is? I can't explain the RJ. The porcadillo is from the other earlier issues. I missed that. He's I a guess. porcupine and an armadillo. Yeah, he's part porcupine, part armadillo. All failure. He made a porcadillo of the situation. <laughs> yeah. Then he's he- like, oh no, I've started using my name synonymous as for failure. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, yeah. <laughs> for some reason, he has to go save Jimmy Olsen. He feels compelled to go save him. I yeah. love that he's wearing Crocs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then we Pink got to Croc. real Jimmy Olsen and Jamie Olsen. Jaime Olsen. Jaime Olsen. <laughs> Would it be Jamie? No, Superman's it's Jaime. Is it Jaime? Yeah, because he's speaking Spanish. Yeah, oh, you're right. <laughs> Superman's amigo. <laughs> Superman. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, oh, my Olsen. God. That's how much this freaking book hurts my <laughs> damn brain. And so he, he's interviewing people at, uh, at uh, Pre- President Calvin Coolidge's Calvin Co- College, Calvin College, the, <laughs> Which the, is the community it's, college co-op. It's the it's the home that Al Pratt. So he's like interviewing people what it was like to be in the hometown of a superhero. Yeah, yeah. And they're all like very boring. Nothing then, happens here. Yeah, and then immediately, uh, so it's kind of going through the. He talks to like his employer on the phone. Is like, where the hell are you? We need you back here. Because we need some money, because no one's buying anything. Yeah, like also, whatever stupid thing you're doing isn't <laughs> getting us clicks. So. Also, wherever they are isn't giving them money. Yeah. Like, the ATM machine's not working. <laughs> it says, uh, not good Olsen content means not good sticky clicking impressions, and not good sticky clicking impressions somehow equates with bouncing paychecks. Yeah, like, this book was just nonsense. Uh, it's a word salad. Yeah, <laughs> word salad. Uh, and then it kind of cuts to yeah, him and his sister like trying to get money to pay for their car because apparently their engine disappeared. I don't understand and what's the, happening. The guy's like, oh, Jimmy Olsen. He's like, I'm not Jimmy Olsen. I'm Jaime Olsen. It's like, no, sir. It's like, I get that's it. The, that's the mayor. Like, uh, you don't, don't crap a crap your kid. It's just us. You can be frank. I can be Jaime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and this is where they talk about the Olsen bump where basically yeah, like, any the, town. The mayor that, is so excited that yeah. he's in town because they get the Olsen bump. And then they cut to him Googling what the Olsen bump Which is. Which is, I got this, yeah. is the so-called phenomenon whereby municipal government benefits by the arrival of metahuman or metahuman adjacent human who appear to attract disaster and spectacle named for late photographer, late photographer. and bon vivant jim chimney jim chimney jim chim <laughs> sheree. sheree james jimmy olsen 
the guaranteed injection of federal disaster recovery dollars. So basically, anytime that oh, Jimmy Olsen... that's wildly unfair. And then <laughs> yeah. a spaceship crashes mm-hmm. into their hotel. A spaceship with the woman and... Uh, I don't remember who the woman is. It's She's his, his wife. wife. His wife, sorry. My wife. My wife. <laughs> uh, and the, the scientist that died earlier in the, the black hole. Yeah, he's fine because he... We, we saw him earlier crawling yeah. out of he the He crawled out of his, yeah, his corpse. But he yeah. finally found Jimmy Olsen again. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to... Uh, basically, the, his wife was like, remember me? Gorilla City, the last time you were there, which cuts to him <laughs> as a giant holding a gorilla in a dress and Where? he's in a diaper. So he's basically, in a diaper. no, he's it's in a metamorpho. diaper made out of metamorpho. Oh, that's right. It's, it's re- metamorpho so shorts. It's reverse King Kong, basically. Yeah, because he's holding a lady gorilla, but he's a he's a. And I love all the planes, are, the, all the pilots man. are gorillas because it's Gorilla City, and they're just saying ook ook. Yeah. <laughs> and then in East gorilla, Tal- gorilla City, are there two? No, there's nothing I know of. Yeah, and yes, it was. So it's yeah, CNN that gorilla. It's all yeah, it's all over CNN. Well, it was over Gorilla CNN. And and it's just an anchor <laughs> just saying ook, 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 ook. and then they talk about like how often he goes to gorilla cities like uh it's a city full of gorillas all the time i go there all it's the time awesome <laughs> yeah so it turns out they got married the time before the last time he was at yes, gorilla city <laughs> forgot to get it annulled and then as they're all talking um his her space husband is coming is comes on a alien with a battle axe while dragging somebody <laughs> screaming like Steve Martin screaming wife space wife <laughs> um and then uh, at that point they oh god how do they even decide to get out of this oh well she's get, uh, he's like i need transport and money and she's like i got lots of money and and a yeah. spaceship <laughs> So they're basically they're running away from this dude who this space demon that apparently wants to marry Jimmy Olsen's wife. What happens in Gorilla City apparently does not stay in Gorilla it's City. It's true, apparently. <laughs> and then the last thing is I thought this was going to be complicated. <laughs> <laughs> I also so, like how, yeah. how when all this was going on, that that cat that that like vomits blood everywhere Dexter. has a little like Space, space dome, and he's he's trying to lick his paw, but he's just licking the outside yeah. of the inside yeah. of the dome. Well, it looks like there's like yeah, there's like something in it so he's just like like blood yeah oh. there's blood in it still. yeah yeah I think he's vomiting blood because he's, he's a red lantern right yes yeah yeah which is his just... story is also very sad oh it's a very depressing it's just a cat that was was beaten and abandoned yeah and, like it's a yeah it's just, and he did like it poor kitty not one bit no 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 he's happy now he's just content just hanging out with He's just hanging out with Jimmy Jim Chimney, Jim Chimney. <laughs> dude that's Jim Chim oh, what a nonsense <laughs> Just nonsense. <laughs> Just pure insanity. Yeah. That, so we ran through that, but like, honestly, as confused as you may feel, that's as confused as we are reading this stupid book. Yeah, this book makes no goddamn It's sense. funny, I mean, but it's bonk. Like, honestly, it's... I uh, I really hope they stick the landing because I, I have, I love this book. Don't get me wrong. They're but losing I, me a little. I wish there was a plot. Yeah, like, I know yeah, there's a plot. there are four issues left. Yeah. yeah, they're losing me a little bit. And they here. even bring up is just like, weren't you gonna solve who's trying to yeah. murder you? And he's like, not, I, I, not right now. I, I can't right now. And it's like, get to that, do the thing. It almost feels like it would have benefited from being eight issues at this point. No, I mean, oh, I but... love it. I don't mind that there's more no, it's, of it. It's guaranteed. It's all going to come together. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm so. sure. Yeah. It, will. it it's just so much fun. like it, this is the only book that makes me laugh out loud. It is very funny. Also. You'll be really excited about this, Adam. Uh, I'm sure you did not read Superman Heroes number one. It's like a one shot from like a week or two ago. No. 
um, it was just like a one shot that's like, here's what's happening with all like those t- Superman tangential characters. Um, you know, like here's here's Jimmy and here's Lois and here's you know Superboy and like whatever. Um, but the each cre- each creative team that's on that respective book had like a page or two. So there was a Matt Fraction, Steve Lieber, like, you know, story, and they snuck in the dinosaur mare. Oh, yes. In the background, there's just like a picture. It says like Jurassic, it's like a poster. It says Jurassic Park, but then it's a picture of the dinosaur mare in a top hat. That's great. (laughs) I forgot about that. Yep. Can't forget about dinosaur mare. I hope he comes back. Which was like a five issue bit. Five issue background bit. Yeah. Like, it was ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. They like dragged that on. Yeah. And then they just threw it in at the end. So good. This book just feels like Matt Fraction just letting off steam. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. I love it. Like this is what he does like when Chip Sadarsky isn't when he isn't writing sex criminals with <laughs> Chip Sadarsky. Yeah, this this is him like taking a break. Uh, yeah, like like just word vomiting out like after he just spends too much time with Chip. He's yeah, just gotta yeah, write. There's this book. so many words in this book. <laughs> yeah, it's just like he eats a whole lot of candy and then just paces around with a tape recorder. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it feels that way. And then some poor asshole has to transcribe it all and then draw it. Yeah. yeah poor St- good, good, good on you, Steve Lieber. Hardest working man in DC right now. Yeah, right. But yeah, I mean, like, it's a perfect combo. I've, I've mentioned this every time we talk about it, but it's a perfect combo because, like, Steve Lieber nails visual comedy so well. Yeah, for sure. Like, he somehow gets, like, timing perfect in visual comedy. I don't even know how that's possible. Like he's got like the like the punchlines have good timing. Timing is everything. Yes, it's good. See it there. <laughs> I did. All right. <laughs> so that's last week's comics. What's uh, out this week? Uh, I again don't have my list because I'm a because you're a person. slacker. Yeah. Uh, basketball heads. Mm-hmm. Amethyst number one. What was that? Um, it's like a uh RJ. Is that a? RJ, who's Amethyst? It's Gem World. Is it Steven Universe? <laughs> I knew that. I was, you, I'm throwing it to you. Uh, she, she's in um, Young Justice. She's a gem princess. She's a gem princess. I know, but there's a lot of cartoons that do gem princesses. <laughs> no, she's <Not> DC's. <laughs> she's from the 80s. Cool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Jenica gets her uh, micro series. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got Black Stars above, so there's RJ's pick. RJ's going to confuse the living hell out of us. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Dying is Easy, number three. Looks like a f- uh, comic called Finger Guns, number one. Can't wait. Pow, pow. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> uh, As we mentioned earlier, Giant Size, uh, Jean Grey, and Emma yeah. Frost, and number and one. Falcon Winter Soldier, number one. That could yep. be interesting. Yep, yep, yep. Something Far called- Sector. Hidden Society. Sure. Sounds. Yeah, why not? Um, I've been reading uh, Jessica Jones' Blind Spot. That's pretty good. Oh, you've been reading it? Yeah, it's pretty nice. good. I, I like mean, it. I love Kelly Kelly Thompson. Yeah, it's really good. She's so, great. So, um, Olympia number four, I think that wraps up. New Mutants again? Seriously? Wow. Uh, New That's Mut- ludicrous. New Mutants again, and X-Force, and X-Men, and X-Men Fantastic Four, Just... and Giant Size X-Men. All right, we got to cool it on the Fuck X-Men. Off. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. With these X-Men books, dude. Uh, more sex crims. Hopefully, it's not as sad as the last issue. Or and maybe hopefully, I can talk it makes sense. It. it made sense. It was just sad. Did it? Yeah, it's just been a long time since we. Bruh. Uh, Protector number two. Protector number one came out when I was dying, and I'm gonna read both of those Protector. and hopefully talk about it. Did I read that? I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't there to tell you to buy it, so yeah, I don't know. So no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's a, oh, the another Swamp Thing giant. Ice, oh. cr- Ice cream man. It's my one of my favorites. My yeah, favorite, I'm but... definitely gonna read that. Yeah. I'll probably talk about it, honestly. I've been I read the last couple issues and was really digging Kill, it. Oh, uh, Philadelphia came out. It's coming out. Folklords. 
Oh, Folklords is fun. Mm-hmm. 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 So it's a decent... Oh, Ghost Rider. There's a decent amount of books coming out here. Nope. Too bad 95% of them are X-Men. Something called Tomorrow by Peter Milligan. That might cool. be cool. Cool. Yep. Fun. I'll read that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's, uh, that's last week's comics. Make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at last week's comics. If you like what you hear and you want more, uh, support us by going to duelinggenre.com slash support and give money to our Patreon. Uh, not only will you help us survive, you'll help a whole bunch of other cool podcasts survive. And please support your local comic shop. Get out there, buy some comics, and we'll see you next week. For myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tales from the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody. And talk to us on social media. Yeah. Uh, show us your books. Please yeah. add us. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>